Alright guys, we're back. Eastern Shorecast. I believe the uh, the last week we uh, we let the ladies take it over, but here we are. Gotta take our take our thrones back. Uh, thank you guys for listening to them and uh, all they had to say, and half of what they said was true, uh, and the other half was exaggerated. How about that? <laughs> so, we're here... Um, we are here with the prince of Pocomoke City, the, the squire of Saxus Island, the earl of Eastern Shore, Virginia, the man, the myth, the legend. I Mr. believe. Mr. I believe Mr. when I was pulling in here, there was a there, there was, was a parade, parade his for his honor. Him. I, yes. thought, I thought it was Jimmy Landon. He's the number one, number two business. <laughs> I, I had the parade. Mr. C.L. Marshall. Say hello, C.L. How you doing, man? We're happy to be here with Eastern Shorecast. And that parade was for you guys coming <laughs> to town. Apparently, the mayor and everybody had heard the, heard the podcast. They liked it. So we had a little parade for you guys. I hope I you enjoyed that. it. Yeah, I got the key to the city. <laughs> I'm not sure you want the key to public. <laughs> So we're here at CL's uh, outdoor bar. It is it is beautiful, and uh, you'll you'll hear some birds in the background and uh, some drinks being cracked. And uh, where I'm, did you hear that? Ooh, right on cue. Yeah. See birds right out of central casting. Like watching the Masters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> so we're gonna get right into it here. Mr. Marshall um, is an author. Mr. Marshall is a uh, is a fisherman, a hunter. Uh, what else are you? Yeah. That you want to admit to. I'm a Saxon Island original. <laughs> Saxon Island original? Yeah. They broke the mold for everybody else's uh, protection, right? I don't know about that. But, uh, <laughs> but you, know, it, you know, what I am is what I am. You know, it's not been a, a secret to anybody. Where uh, I'm happy to, to live a, a life of, of all the things that are Eastern Shore. You know, we enjoy hunting. We enjoy fishing. We enjoy the outdoors. We enjoy going out on the boats. We enjoy everything that the Eastern Shore has to offer. And, uh, and that is, uh, you know, the things that, that, that I continue to celebrate. That's awesome, man. So I wanted to hop right into the the whole uh, book thing and why you decided to start writing these books. Obviously, it was a it's a short story collection kind of format, right? Yeah, they are short stories, and uh, for a couple reasons. You know, number one, the audience that I was going after, I figured pretty much had a short <laughs> attention span. Saw that, <laughs> uh, that was number one, and, and number two, they're they're much easier to edit. I mean, I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. The thing that I'm involved now is a 325 page marathon, and uh, it's it's a very difficult edit. Mm. But the short stories, they you know, the reason for it, I'll answer that question first, Dave. The uh, the reason for it. Uh, we were sitting around, much like we are tonight, in, a, in our hunting shop, you know, having a few drinks after hunting trip. Had four or five Gosh. guys around, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and we were just enjoying ourselves. And uh, and one of the gentlemen that was there with us said, "You know, somebody's got to write this down because, you know, years down the road, you know, this is a piece of history. You know, whether you like whether you like what we're doing or you don't like what we're doing, this is a piece of history, and it tells a story about mm-hmm. a generation of people. Who right, wrong, or indifferent, it is what it is. Oh, it's a lot different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure." Uh, you know, it tells the story of a generation of, of folks who live down on the necks. And, you know, what we do in Saxes is no different than what they do in Deal Island or you know, any of the other, or down in Wolford or Whitman or Bosman or anywhere Magath else. Hill, that's Magath, right. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no different. Uh, you know, it, it's just a way of life, and uh, mm-hmm. we felt like that way of life needed to be chronicled. And um, since I was the only one who had a halfway decent vocabulary. Uh, <laughs> One that was recognizable off of the shore. Even. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, we decided to, uh, the first book was Chesapeake Bay Duck Hunting Tales. Yep. And that one was primarily a, a duck hunting piece. And, uh, and for me, that was like catching lightning in a bottle. That was a good one, and yeah. uh, it's been my bestseller so far. Yeah, it, it uh, reminded me. There's another. There's another series of books, and the author, the author's name, 
escapes me, but it was like uh, the Duck Gods Must Be Crazy. You know yeah, that book, right? I do. Yeah. So it's a bunch of like different short stories. It was it, I felt similar to that, but mm-hmm. his was I, I feel like more like uh, Great Lakes, Michigan right. area, right? So it was really cool to see short stories that like when I read these stories, I, I know these areas. Yeah, right? and that was key because a lot of people when they read it, you know, I didn't change the names to protect the innocent or the guilty. <laughs> um, but you know, so when people read it, they, they see names. Oh, there's Bill Hall. I know him. Yep. You know, oh, there's, you know, Kerry Roberts. I know him. Mm-hmm. You know, there's d- these different people. And One uh, of my former employees is in your book. Who's that? Rodney Beebe. Rodney Beebe. Yeah. Bless his heart. <laughs> Me and Rodney. (laughs) I remember one Thanksgiving, and this is, you know, with climate change, we were sitting around a table eating Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, his family and my family were having dinner together. We had a great time, and it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Hell, let's go shoot some ducks. Right. right? So we go out, and we shoot, you know, a limited canvas box that afternoon, you know, on Thanksgiving Day. When's the last time that happened? (laughs) (laughs) It's still 80 degrees now, I think. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. And I can't tell you the last time I killed a canvas back. I can. It <laughs> <laughs> Did it taste like corn? No, it tastes like that wild celery. Oh, lovely, lovely. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, so Rodney was a hunting buddy of uh, of yours. Uh, yes. And then I believe your son and his daughter dated. Correct. That's correct. Yeah. You know, and that's been that's the coolest thing about living on the Eastern Shore. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are here; you're all good friends of mine, and that's and that's great. But when you if you hunt and you fish, you know, your circle gets you surround yourself with like-minded people. Sure. You know, and and they're the people you want to be around. They're the people that you can trust, and they're the people you want to do business with. And um, and, and that I think is one of the neat things about what we have here on the Eastern Shore. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sometimes you get to remodel somebody's kitchen a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, see, full disclosure, CL only invited us here because it's check clear with Dave. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I guess I'll go down there. It's fine now. So. <laughs> Took a while, but it got there. Yeah, it got there. Pony Express. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, you know, you're a... Uh, you're a product of uh, Eastern Shore, Virginia, Saxis Island, San- Sanford, I believe. Sanford, yeah. Specifically, Sanford. right? Yeah, I couldn't think of a better place to grow up. God damn, yeah. Yeah, you got that right, Sean. <laughs> when we were growing up there, there were 13, I don't know what happened the, the you know, nine months prior, but there were 13 kids. That, <laughs> You know, it's been a real cold winter. winter. I was say, what month were you born? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sound like a cold winter. It was, to me. It was September, but there was yep. no summer, yeah. baby. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, that's February that's right there. June, January, yeah. same difference. It was yeah. no better place to go. We had thirteen <laughs> kids. Eleven of them were boys. Wow. So we and them poor know. girls. Yeah, they got <laughs> well. Yeah. It depends on how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a target-rich environment, I tell you. <laughs> but uh, you know, we, we had a we had we had a great place. It was a great place to grow up. That was pre-video games. You know, we were out fishing and hunting and you know riding and trapping before school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and those type of things, you know, just aren't happening anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. Um, it is. It is unfortunate. Yeah, trapping trapping is a thing that just doesn't really happen anymore, especially with the youth. You know, I mean, I, I didn't grow up trapping. Well, I didn't do anything. Speaking like that. of that, though, so with the whole chicken thing we had going on, um, Carter, tell me about your chicken trapping. Ah, these, no, so How so did, we that's had, a hell of a transition. We in the since the whole tell chicken, us about brown well, dog listen, too. It's just don't I'm you start with youth. me. You got to let the me youth. go. The youth. Let me flow. Okay, just let me flow. Just flow, baby. Take no pull off that natural. We 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 had a tragic incident where one of our ducks was killed by something. Rest in peace. So Carter. Carter's like, one of my ducks got killed, and he's all upset. He's like, well, I can get you some footholds, and we'll bring him out there, and we'll. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
it, you it's still there. You traps in the backyard? Uh, I mean, he wouldn't put footholds. He had, uh, I mean, he knows how to set, he walks up there and set this trap, and he's like, boom, 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 done. And I'm like, well, shit. Like, I mean, so it's still there, just it depends on. Does he call anything? No. Well, that, but, they've caught raccoons over on the farm they have, but nothing in the backyard yet. But I the duck was, was beheaded, right? Oh, it was beheaded. It was yeah. definitely. I think that's it an was aerial assault. It was definitely one of those yeah. black chupacabra. black vulture chupacabra. Black vultures. <laughs> Delaware <laughs> chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> the aerial chupacabra. Yeah, they got them right in Island out here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's in Laurel. So I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I'm yeah. Delaware side. Hit the button. Hit the as, button. The crow, as the crow flies. Oh yeah, Laurel, Delaware button. Laurel, oh. Delaware. I'm sorry, Kyle. <laughs> sorry for your beheaded death. I, I am headed to Delaware tomorrow. To to, to where? To where again? Uh, Delaware Bay. Mm. What, are you, what are you going to do there? Drink beer and catch big ugly black mm. fish. I'll, yeah. I'll clap for that. Yeah. Good. 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 Yep. <laughs> it's my my annual my annual pilgrimage to Delaware Bay. I've not heard it much from that area. I, I, I guess they're catching them. I don't know, but everything I've seen's been maggoty. Yeah. You, talk, you talk about Laurel and Delaware Bay. One of my buddies, Paige Linton, he lives up in Laurel, and uh, he called me one day. He said, "Hey, you see how we're catching these big gray trout up in mm. Delaware Bay? How long ago was that? It was in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was a while back. So, so they did like, have some big grays. I'm back like, in the day. yeah, okay, Paige, I'll go. So I show up to his house at five o'clock. We jump in his little, jump in his car and. T- a trailer to I don't know where and put over and we went to I think it was Brian Shoal mm-hmm. is where we mm-hmm. went and uh, so he's getting his shit ready and I'm, I dropped my thing down on the bottom you know a, a white bucktail with a purple fire tail and tip mm-hmm. peeler was it, a, was it a flat or was it a what kind of tail did it have on it? Yeah, no, flat, it was the 80s, a flat dude. Tail. It was a flat 80s, tail, yeah. so it was like, yeah. So it's Uncle Josh's pork rinds. That's what I was talking about. I still got this. Yeah, I, mean, I had the porn stash and all the way. I was <laughs> it. But the second time, I hook up one, and it, I catch this, like, huge trout, you know? And I had 14 of them, and they weighed, like, 77 pounds. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, we did whatever we did back in the 80s. And um, <laughs> we caught a bunch of fish, and we come home, and... Next morning, I rolled into Sanford. It was like 4, 35 o'clock. So I rolled into uh, this guy, Bozo. He was the Virginia Saltwater Fishing <laughs> Tournament way station, right? So um, and he's in Sanford, Virginia. And this mm-hmm. guy's a character. He's got 19 stems right now. He's like the bionic <laughs> man. <laughs> Still alive. This guy's incredible. <laughs> and uh, so, anyhow, so I roll up to his place, and I'm like, Bozo, here, can you weigh this fish for me? He's like... What do you got? So I pull out this big trout, and he, oh my God, where'd you catch it? Robin Hood. <laughs> 14 pounds, four ounce gray trout. We, we was a stud. He, he goes, you want to fill out a citation? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm good. So next afternoon, I rode down to Robin Hood. It was like a city. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Make the news, don't break the news, right? That's yeah. it. Yeah, I went mm-hmm. somewhere else. <laughs> Man, the gray trout. God, I hope they come back someday. You know, we were talking a little bit earlier about the sonar and uh, and the new. Uh, Look at CL making transitions. No, we were they, talking about the electronics, electronics and all this good jazz. Yeah, yeah. that's really changed the game, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It's, it's made. I, I think it's made a no, lot you, of fishermen. You've had, a, you've had a bee in your bonnet about this all week. You want to? All right, do so your thing? all right, so there's guys that are very good at this. So there's guys that have gotten extremely good at the sonar fishery. We all know one. He, he, I mean, he's he's probably. I won't. I won't shortchange him. He's probably one of the better ones around here at it. Um, yeah, in the in that particular sector, I would say he was better in Mako. 
<laughs> he was, <laughs> his payments were better in America. <laughs> but no, that kid's a, he, he is a beast with that with that unit, and it, I feel like when we were, we were talking about this before. It, it is a very good asset to have on your boat. Yeah. But I feel like it also takes away from the experience as well. It depends on the fishery you are deciding to I, participate if in. If you're if you're in the Magathy drum, yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You you I've I've done it. I've done it without it. I would much rather know they're there yes. than than the 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 other side of that blade though is when they are there and they don't bite it would yeah. be frustrating it drives you it, hurts. it drives you absolutely insane. I would rather jerk off the same paper than me here's why here's why I am with it I mean fishing's changed so much lately I mean yeah. you got no grind fish those trite we just spoke of uh-huh. we don't have them anymore you don't have the spot you don't have the croaker you don't have the grind right. fish that we can so, rely on so, so we, we had a we had a <clears throat> podcast episode not to cut you off but with uh, oh you did I know, I know. <laughs> with <laughs> <laughs> with Ray Johns, where we discuss this very same yeah, issue, sure. and it killed killed the charter fleet in mm-hmm. Crisfield, right. Deal Island, all these places because the ground fish. And you're, the only reason I jumped in is because I think you're the only other person that's called it the ground fishery yeah, right. that I've heard. But yeah, the the drop your crab to the bottom on a weight mm-hmm. fishery is it's gone. gone. It's gone. So what are we fishing for now? You're going to you're going in Delaware tomorrow to fish for black drum. I am right. Um, you know, we've all been dying in the Pokemon sign, Tangier sign, doing that thing. Yeah, I have know. not. We're in the shallow. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I saw you, man. <laughs> We're in the shallow water chasing you, you the big reds. You didn't give me a very wide berth. Well, we'll talk nah, about that, that later. A little tight. Like, hey, man. But see, so Hold on, Lucy. thought you playing. might be in distress. Like, oh, my gosh. He this needs whole, help. But this whole but electronic fishery. Not, I, don't, I, I cut you off. Yeah, I, I didn't but, mean to cut you off, but I cut you off. So you, go, is, you go. You so, go. So now we got these electronics that are available to us, right? And why not play that game? Because that's all we got. Sure. But then again, I I feel like... Remember when... It's a club in your bag. I remember... Whether or not you want to use it. It's a club in your bag. Yes. Yes. Now, see, I was was thinking about this morning on the way to work, just thinking about the podcast. And, like, um, I remember being a kid and putting off, going with my dad to a spot. And when he got to a spot, if someone was sitting there... I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to be around him because he is so mad. But he's putting his blood, sweat, and tears to find that sure. spot. Mm-hmm. We, so I, now I, you can find it with this electronics like I, this. I got a text from a buddy of ours, and uh, may or may not have been a past uh, podcast guest, and somebody was anchored a hundred, 100 feet off their stern. Like, and COVID is, It's has, just crazy. COVID has forced a lot of people sure. out on the water for whatever reason. Right. And places that I used to go to that I might see one boat. If I saw one boat there, I'd keep going. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now there's three or four boats sure. there. And these are in remote areas. I mean, these are not, this is not Western Shore. Right. This is not the Chop Tank River. This is our backyard. Yeah. You know. I, I, I told my wife, we, we actually ordered one of these voodoo boxes. You know, from, <laughs> it's a wizard uh, box. Yeah, it's wizard box. Next, it's wizard next, no, it's voodoo box. I don't <laughs> trust it yet. I don't have it. Anyway, but... We ordered it, it after different. after a piss poor performance, and it was like, this is a game changer. We've reached the pinnacle of what we're available to do. Yeah. We know what the, we know to read water. We know to do this stuff. And I mean, up until you know two weeks ago, I was turning the machine off in shallow water because I figured that that pulsation would affect things. But th- these machines are changing the game. We can't go any further 
you know, mechanically than what we have, but electronically, this Dave is what it is. Best. It's another club in your bag. Sure. So, yeah. and, and, and it is. And I, I think, I mean, you being a charter captain as well, I mean, no, you, we you owe that. To that. Oh, well, he's a, he's a charter captain. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but having that, you owe that to your customers, too, is the best performance possible. They could do anything on their cabin cruiser, but it's up to us to kind of make that extra... You know, give our secret spots away and all. Yes, I mean, so like the what we're talking about is the Humminbird unit, and it's it's a pretty ridiculous side scan. So where where it separates itself from a lot of its competitors is its uh, transducer and its high def or its high frequency output and the direction that it puts it out. So it's almost like slicing across the surface of the water. It's not a straight down transducer. Um, and what happens is, is that higher frequency gives you such a high level of uh, detail. So the way sound works is, if it's if it's a low frequency, it will travel further. <laughs> <The> physics. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a low frequency, it'll travel further. Yes. And if it's high frequency, you get a higher detail, but it doesn't travel as far. So what that means is, you can get away with running that unit in shallow water and not affecting as much around you as if you were running a one kilowatt right. chirp transducer or just two banging or the two bottom. Two or three, yeah. Right. So do you think when I'm blaring that ACDC in like two feet of water, <laughs> yeah. was it does not affect anything. What was that, was that 38 special? That's what yeah. you did when you, when you ran by us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I generally turn the music down when I'm drum fishing, but if I'm soaking bait, man, I look. If Eddie Money comes on, he's going to dance. That's I, have, what it is. I, have I such think a hard that bass draws him, man. I you yeah. think? I Look, it's, it's the old diesel diesel adage offshore. I mean that I've seen diesel it. Adage. I've seen it firsthand where somebody's running in with a big single and they're just blah 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 blah, blah and they turn it off and it just kills the bite. You know, yeah. it didn't affect anything when they rolled in, but you when think they killed the drum? turn motor. They said drum. I mean, I heard those yeah. black drum doing their thing, and I don't see how any music would ever face yeah, that. Right. The reds are different. Sure. I think the reds are a little. They don't get that big by being stupid. So those blacks, the noise those blacks make is ridiculous. I mean, it's just—I don't know how anything would scare them. Yeah. They like rap. They like rap. <laughs> <laughs> DMX in particular. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, we had Steve and I had uh, two. Yep. Swim bias. 30, 33, 30 feet from the boat. Thirty feet from the boat, yeah. probably six inches under the water. Mm-hmm. They were obviously spawning because the two of them were right tight together. Population they were, nation. They were in the same size class, and they were just doing this right next to the boat. And yep. I'm like, Steve, there's there are two forty some inch black. I'm on the opposite side of the boat, by the way. On on this side of the boat, fifteen feet off the rail, they're right there. I can see them. I was oh. like, throw a chunk of crab to them. Uh, Steve may or may not have thrown a chunk of crab to him that had a was connected five to ounces five ounce yeah. weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we were rebating. I just I what, come what up had happened was I come up, I had come up with I had come so up with every story begins. <laughs> what, right. what had happened was I had come up with one like, of those. Oh, I don't think that's gonna work. I had come up. I had just come up with a one of those ground fish that we had talked about previously, and we were trying to back hook them and get them back down to the bottom, but. I'm like, mm. oh, I don't know. Just chucked it out there. Oh, we caught some. We caught some serious citation, cr- citation uh, oyster crackers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you start pulling them up and their heads are like, mm-hmm. yeah. like this. I don't need them numbers. Bubba. Mm-mm. And my dog, my, there. my chocolate lab has a thing for licking fish. And we no. were pulling up these oyster crackers. We had to hold them like, back. <laughs> we had to hold them back. You won't. You, it won't. It won't be able to lick anything from their own. He likes to lick a rockfish. Mm-hmm. He. Uh, I'll bring this up a bluefish or a speckled trout, and he'll be like, Nah. He won't do it. 
But he won't lick a red drum, a puppy drum either. He don't like them. He wants to lick a rockfish. That's it. He's got a taste for the rockfish. He's a Maryland boy. If you get thirty all. beers of my dad, he'll tell you that it can. My my his dog can tell there's between a rockfish and a trout. I thought you were gonna say if you get thirty beers on your the dad. rod while he's fighting it. My dog knows so. the sound of drag running. He knows it. I thought you were gonna say if you get thirty beers in your dad, he'll lick a fish. <laughs> he'll have no problem with it. I promise. He'll probably it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't drink beer. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, the electronics, it's like this, man. Like, does that hummingbird make a difference? Absolutely. Do you have to use it all the time? No. And we've talked about it a couple times already, but there is... There is a certain amount of value in. Uh, here comes the peanuts. Oh, oh, peanuts. The what is this? Pretzels. Pretzels. <laughs> pretzels. That's boat food there. Um, if you can pull up to an island or pull up to a point or pull up to whatever and see that water and know what that means to you when you're looking at sure. it. There's guys like CL and, and us. And, I mean, obviously CL's got a few, obviously got a few years <laughs> on us. So, uh, damn. <laughs> That was direct. That's <laughs> what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no there's no substitution for being able to read what you're looking at. I sure. feel like that that technology would be great for seaside fisheries on the docks when they're on the docks because you can ride a dock and you can say there's fish on this dock, there's not fish on this dock, and just keep you can pick whichever ones that are on them. And for the sure. same thing with the Bay Bridge up. And, and Rex, and, yes. it is a game changer on Rex. Mm. If anything else, you can scan a wreck. And know if there's fish there or not, and and save yourself hours. And, right. and the difference is, I've seen it personally. I've seen it on days, but where like I have a Garmin late model unit that's not that old, but you come up on this and you you have some definition, but you don't have. Well, you said that you, you don't know, have a whole. You said that when you were fishing next to somebody, somebody yeah. that yeah. he, he was. Oh, he he yeah, Brad Foxwell. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 sent he you called, a picture he, of what was there. He called his shots and gave us. The open. He does it on the golf course. And and was, <laughs> he does it on the golf course. He'll call a shot on the golf course. Guy but he's a good golfer. But he's got, he's got a weird. He's, he's got a giant uh, belt buckle there. He always shows off. <laughs> oh certain God. times here, whenever the Masters comes around, he puts that picture out there. But you know, the, but I mean, and nothing against the guy. I mean, he's got to figure it out. And just we are outgun technology-wise. If you don't um, have this technology, from, from what for I would say, things, from a things. professional standpoint, with two captains here, it's it's a time is money thing. Sure. Yeah, the the sure. thing about fishing, though, it, it, it changes, you know, and if you don't change with it, you're going to be left behind. Yeah, that's anything. You know, right now, yeah. we're talking about electronics, but, you know, you look at the fishery, you, know, you mentioned wreck fishing, you know, that's, uh, if you're not doing it, you need to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, agree. There's a, there's a lot of different options out there for you. Now, we're catching spade fish. We're catching mm -hmm. uh, sheep's head. We're catching puppy drum. Pompano. Pompano. I need to get in <laughs> just for the pompano because Amanda is this on is, those pompano. This is pompano the man to talk to. Yeah. yeah, well, you talk God. about just dumb luck. I call one of them. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was delicious. I mean, they're, they're ridiculously good. Like, ridiculously good. And she's like, I need to catch that one. I'm like, well, I've only caught one. And see, the problem, one. the problem is, I don't. You guys are waiting a year or whatever, and you've shown her literally like the best of the best. Yeah, and she's, she's so spoiled, and she has no idea. And, and there's, not, really there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's great to start her out that way, but like when it's down, it's it's going to be. She's never down. struggled yet, and, yeah, then, and that's I'm, good. I'm telling her I'm like it's coming. It's gonna come. But that also a whole day. That also reflects your that also reflects your skill as a as a fisherman no, angler too. I just switch so. gears. I can switch gears quick and go. We're gonna catch fish today. Yeah. But I'm if, on if the we're gonna go ask her to catch right bulls, yeah. I, I want it happens. I'm on the struggle bus hard. I've had three like 
dog shit trips in a row. I want her to feel yeah. one though, because then she appreciates it. Uh, Have you thought about catfishing? Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> never, Not never, dude. I see these people in the upper bay holding these, yes. these big blue cats up, and I am, I am literally repulsed. <laughs> repulsed. Yes. Did I, you see the, the picture? Ugh, I I'm like, this picture I sent you on Carter with that. I think it was thirty pounds. This is a it was a big blue cat. Gross. You know how he showed up? He was gonna take it home and eat it, and I'm like, Ugh. no, put it back in the water. A man said she went to go pick him up, right? And he had it in a, I don't know what store it was from, from the mall. Like a, a toad big or something? plastic bag. Yeah. Both fins were out the Ugh, side of it. And he's so like, hey, let's go put it in your back seat. She's like, no. He's like, oh, you can just vacuum it and clean it out later. Don't worry about it. It's like, okay. you, can, you can vacuum it and clean it out. <laughs> we caught one down off of Watts Island. Almost a Watts Island at Bird Drive. Really? Catfish, yeah. Blue channel cat. Shoot. Well, look, I want to. I want you to see this. No, no, look. I'm going to show CL Marshall a photo here. Sure. It is from Jay Fleming's page. Oh, the snake in in the Animessex River. Animessex yeah. on a grass bed. Never happened. CL, I don't believe it. Uh, if there's, if there are not too many things in this world that make me really upset, that's not going to make you upset. That the th- the thing upset. is, where that was, I, I know roughly I not where it be was. Out on those beautiful grass flats, it's going to. It's happening. I'm here to tell you, happening. They are, they are totally They are totally mm-hmm. adaptable to most Gross. situations. Now and again, I mean that that we need to well. train the dolphins to eat them. They that's function true. well in hot. Peanut oil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm telling you. But, 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 so here's where I differ from, catch, from catch, most of the people catch around. Catch photo oil and I really get it. They're delicious, but then no, 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 no. I'm talking. About, I'm, I'm telling you that fish has got one defense in its teeth. So does a trout. So does whatever else. If it is big enough to eat the same way a fourteen or fourteen inch trout or smaller would be, it's going to get eaten. I hear you, but it gets bigger than a trout and it's stronger than a trout. Think, it's more resilient I don't than, a trout, than a trout either. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's way more resilient to temperature yeah, and yeah, they exactly. are. Yes, exactly. yes, I'll give it. I'll give Resiliency. it. Resiliency. Yes. What? How quickly do they grow? Uh, they're pretty prolific, know. aren't they? I have no idea. I know they're very prolific. I've caught spawners. Yeah, I've caught my my fair Cass, share of thirty. Cass, Kenny, and the boys are trying and, to figure that out. And the other thing with them that is different than most fish is they they have a, a level of husbandry Ooh. that uh, are you? That's a big word. Turn, turn your turn your mic off if you got to roll yeah, out yeah. here. I'm out he's, of he's braining this, guys. I'm okay. sorry. They have a level of husbandry that most of the saltwater fish don't. So what I mean by that is, is they guard their young. They guard their young. Yes. Which is pretty right. fucking cool, right? Yeah, yes. sure. I mean, like, it's, to see it or whatever is pretty cool. You can catch them off a of fry ball, but what I'm saying is yeah. your rockfish, your trout, your they drum, don't do they don't do that. Right. So whether or not they're, they're uh, Post and ghosts prolific, they they're not going to get into certain islands that we fish. They're not going to get there. because it's. It, I, they had to come from somewhere. Dude, if he's if that thing's sitting on a grass bed in the Animessex, it has overcome the saltwater barrier. I don't think. Well, here's my thing. I feel like I feel like they, they can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they can tolerate agree. that salinity for a small bit of time to move to another area. I don't think they're staying in that. So. I mean, it's it stay there long enough to be man. to be photographed. It I was like, "What just, is this? What's up?" I mean, and that's the thing. A it wasn't scared. Was caught in Baltimore. Oh, I mean, don't get started uh, with that Fentuna <laughs> thing. Uh, or seen in Baltimore. So, I mean, but what I'm saying is like, I think it was just passing through, and he just happened to catch it. Potentially, but I mean, how long that's, is it? What's that it? thing seemed to be very at home. Sure, it was very defensive. He, his, he was lit up. His, like, his ass you know, was he, all backed into the, the the grass and stuff. So I don't know if you know that's a. I don't know. I don't know much about it, but uh, Dave said that he saw one off of um Dave who Sikorsky. Yeah, he's talking about Bishop. He caught so. one off of Bishop's head. Yeah. Or, or saw, saw one. Saw one. Of one. Bishop's head. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's the hunger. 
but it's also right there. <laughs> we'll help you with CL. You know, um, I'm searching for that club soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's also right there off of you know Elliot's Island area, Blackwater. Yeah. All yeah, that drainage. Some, there is some, some freshwater drainage there. And I think that time there of is year, no freshwater drainage coming off the animals. There's not. No, there's no. not. So I mean, it's pretty that's crazy pretty saline there. there. It, and again, they're tolerant to I it. I guess. I bet you that thing tasted ridiculously good though. If you did catch one, um, that little bit of saltwater tint. Oh, <laughs> sm- oh, oh smack it with his camera. I don't know. Culinary, culinary delights. I don't know, See man. How's it's... that drink treating you? Man, listen, uh, the second one's going to be a lot better than the first. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, had a week. Have you? Had a week. Okay. Well, it's Friday. Yeah. I know, I'm glad you guys are here. I'm in the middle of mine. But yeah, thank you for having us. So you have you have two books, correct? Three, three actually, books. Damn, Dave. God, damn. actually four. What? Yeah, you are you are prolific. I mean, I do. Uh, the first 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 one I did was a cookbook. It was called A Taste of Eastern. Oh, Children. I do remember that. With it had yeah. uh, your son on the front, did it not? Uh, it did. Yeah, yeah. It, had, it had Parker on the front holding a uh, redfish, a, red a Christmas fish. redfish. No, wait, I don't know. It was a very late season. A very late season redfish. That was Christmas time, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went down. We called. Uh, we called a hundred on Christmas Eve one mm. day, two days before Christmas, and mm. uh, it was just incredible fishery uh, back in fourteen. I guess it was. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, that was some of the most fun fishing I had uh, I mean, on the seaside in the real skinny water. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was it's it was best. fun. It was good, and. Uh, <laughs> And we went after it pretty hard. <laughs> uh, took us a minute to figure it out. Uh, it yep. did. I'm not going to lie to you. Sure. We didn't jump right into it. That was for sure. But, uh, but once we got a pretty decent handle on it, um, uh, it turned out to be some of the most fun. And, and the cool thing was I was able to turn on so many of my friends onto it. Mm-hmm. You know, when we figured out, hey, come check this out. Mm-hmm. So then once they figured it, they were coming in their boats. And it, it wasn't... Um, it's a very unique thing. It that was. really is. No, I'm saying what you did yeah. in today's fishing climate is a very unique thing. Right. Well, it was unique. You didn't call me. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, I don't think I knew you then, no, really. You didn't uh, but I, I think that, that the cool thing was it was enough fish, and they were spread over uh, such a big geographic area that whether you were fishing at a Captain's Cove or a Gargoth mm-hmm. or a Washaprig, if you figured out, like we did, where these fish were, then we could go catch them. And, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus? Jesus. <laughs> what was that music? I've got all kinds of connections. <laughs> but uh, it was fun. And, and just to ha- to bring so many other people into it at that time was great. You know, and, and some people were, were, were great co-conspirators in it. And other people just didn't get it. Sure. You know, and they were uh, not invited back. Right. Mm. That's I mean, the thing. You just, you, you just take those times. Like, we had... It's rough. <laughs> we, we had, we, you know, like the beginning of April, whatever we had, too. Like, it was something we special. We had a very just, similar scenario. And it was just... It was pretty right. cool, you know. And when you can find, when you can do that and share it with people that you sure. like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great experience, you know. Yeah, and uh, that's what kind of, that's what kind of keeps you moving. Absolutely, it, it, it takes a person out of whatever life they're in too. Like it may be a bad situation or a good situation, whatever. It just gets them out of like every day, especially that early in the season. Like right. you get out there, and, or late in the season, as you found them, but. Yeah, you know, it just gets them, kind of, especially the pressure of Christmas and families and all that kind of stuff, and to be yeah. able to stumble upon that's pretty, yeah. pretty right. important, right. you know. Well, the thing with the cookbook that was interesting, um, those recipes—they're all—they're all not mine. Right. When my wife and I got married, um, one of the neat things that my my mom did, she asked everybody to bring a recipe on a three by five card. Now, my wife and I've been married thirty three years, and I'm blessed with that. I mean, she's a, just a wonderful woman. She's very tolerant. Uh, <laughs> she's very tolerant. Um, so anyhow, and we were looking for a cornbread recipe one day, and I'm mm. going through this box that we held them in, and I'm looking at it going, hey, 
this is really cool. And I noticed that you know a lot of these people that wrote these recipes, they're not with us anymore. Yeah. Right. And it represented an old school type sure. of cuisine, an old mm-hmm. school type of cuisine, almost mm-hmm. like a, you know, the, the big thing now is the Low Country South Carolina thing. But this is a straight up Eastern Shore. Yeah, right? That's what it is. It's different. Something it's, unique. Yeah. Yeah, it was unique. So I started. I said, I want to write these down. And as I wrote them down, in a, in a, as I was putting them in the laptop. I'd, I, you know, I remember a little story about what made each recipe unique, mm-hmm. and so I put a little story in front of it, and that cookbook's sure. been a, it's held up well. Right. I mean, it uh, it was written, I don't know how many years ago now. Well, it's like, I, I never I, was... I think uh, Wink Sporting Goods still has a few of them in there. I saw them the other day. I'll have to stop in there. Because I'll have to get one. Wink has them, and I tell you, the support from the local community, mm-hmm. from, the, from Seahawk, from Winks, sure. from, yeah. from, from, from the from from uh, Ace Hardware, mm-hmm. from the different hardware stores. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd, be a, you'd be surprised how many Ace Hardware sells in the winter right. uh, yeah. uh, during deer season. Uh, yeah. The support from the local community, I tell you, it's, it's really been overwhelming, and it's been uh, something that I didn't expect and uh, something I'm very grateful for. Hot well, tip, I mean, too, is you can you can order the books from CL and you can, like, ask him to do some sort of, you know, personal message, and it could be as as, as blunt as, you know, hope you enjoy, let's do this, or it could be as, as feisty as you want. I got a couple that we I can't like, show my like daughters. Like feisty. <laughs> I got a couple I can't show my daughters. Like, Jesus. I can write feisty. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big reason we, we did this podcast is because the, the local story, we didn't feel like it was being told. Absolutely so. not. Yeah. And uh, when we honest to god when we started this you were you were one of the first people on the list so and and to the cookbook thing my it, it bring back brings back a lot of memories for me because when my grandmother started to get older um she realized you know time is what it is and she started doing something very similar so um, my my mom's family is from hooper's island and she had all these recipes from you know everybody on the island and whatever and had little stories to go with them and yeah. she had this little like gold star was the best one and the green stars and the red stars and some of these were uh like she has a um a, a custard roll recipe that she used to use some kind of uh jello like j-e-l-l-o right, right? custard jello pudding they don't even make anymore they made it back in the 80s early 90s and they discontinued it so now, like this, this recipe is old enough now that there aren't even the ingredients for right, it, right? Right, like, right. Silly, but you well, know, it's, my it's grandma cool. had all her little stories next to them, and my mom. I have my adores that. I have my grandmother on my father's side that I never met. She died in 1960 something, mm-hmm. and I have her cookbook handwritten. It's just recipes that Lynn's puts together, and that, that's irreplaceable. You can't, right. you can't duplicate that. Yeah. And that's what I tried to do, and that's exactly what I, I tried to preserve. What was a, what was for me is a little piece of history, right. and. For the people that that I lived around and grew up around, sure. and the people that were important to me growing up, I wanted to preserve this piece of history uh, for what they did. And nothing makes me any more happy when I see somebody somewhere and they go, "Hey, man, that crab dip recipe that your wife was was pretty good," or, or <laughs> yeah. the, the baked rockfish recipe. Right. I never thought about sure. using yeah. the bacon. That was really good. Do you do the, the bacon, bacon and the onions? onions? Yes. 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 Bacon <laughs> and onions. Yes. <laughs> and, and hey, and I, I think I yeah. even. I think I even call out for Dublin Farm potatoes. Hey, on that. Little stewed tomatoes with it. Little no. sweet stewed you tomatoes. You put potatoes underneath it. Oh, no yeah. stewed yes, tomatoes. Yes. And, yes. I, and what I'll do also is. Yeah, but I'll, you missed that. That was the specific Dublin Farm potatoes. Yeah, I'm, yes, sorry. I'm sorry. Dave, <laughs> Dave should know. We went Kobe fishing, and like all the workers had gone in there to get their food and stuff. It's like it's local as local can yeah. get. It's, yeah. it's yeah. good stuff. But one of the things I do with that baked rockfish is not only I slice the potatoes and I slice them long ways, mm. and I put that there. But I've also I also slice sweet potatoes and put that there too. Oh. Uh, so 
it gives it a little hot bit of, tip. Yeah, hot pro, tip. you heard it first. <laughs> pro tip number two. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives it a little bit unique flavor, and plus, uh, you know, with the, the broth and all that it right, makes, right, which is, right. which is better. It just than, absorbs into. Oh it does. God. And the other uh, thing that we do that's a little bit different is we will take uh, your cornbread. Your um, it's a cornbread box cornbread. I forgot what it's called. Jiffy. Jiffy. Yep. Box cornbread, and I will make it thin. Jiffy cut cut crusties. I think crusties. Not I think we use. I stay at crusties. Mm. I will. <laughs> <laughs> but I will take that and I'll mix it thin and I'll make yeah. pancakes with it. Instead of oh. cornbread, I'll mix it thin and I'll make pancakes. So you got this cornbread pancake. Man, that'd we, be good. It is good. Oh. We call it a, co- a, co- a cornbread cookie. <laughs> well, I was having a moment right now. Oh Dude, I'll tell you, I, 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 I cook. And you can ask anyone that I cook. And, and here's you, where that you comes come into south play. a little bit. You, you put that on the out. bottom, right? Yeah. And then you build on top of that. You put your rockfish, your potatoes, and all that. And all that essence, all that good stuff it soaks into soaks in the oh, cornbread. You, you got me? Mm. Yeah. No. You feel me? Look at him. He was somewhere else. There, man. Yeah, yeah, you took him to I'm another thinking, place. But like, I, like when we were talking about the, like what you did and the old school stuff, right. my dad followed this guy called uh, Frank. His name was Frank White. That he, son of a bitch got me in trouble. <laughs> Dude. Story time. <laughs> so, he, he, he flew that, 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 uh, Why do I feel yeah. like this is a three hour podcast? <laughs> that zebra plane. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank so, White. So, my dad's always had those books, but yeah. you tell your story right so now. So, Frank White had a place in Saxis. <laughs> yep. He bought a place in Saxis. Hmm. So, at the time, we were shooting a few ducks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lie. We were shooting a lot of ducks. <laughs> and uh, so, he, he films a Southern Sportsman. Mm-hmm. So, we're there. And, here comes a flock of about 50 ducks in, and you know, we shoot we shoot them, and then he's got the video on them, and they fly off about 100 yards, and they circle back, and they come back into decoys again. We shoot them again. What's left? And it was no, it was no uh, fooling anybody. As it was what y'all were killing. As to what the situation yes, was. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't long after that, we had a oh, visitor. And here they come to get yeah, you. I'm going to get Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of visitors after that, uh, the unwelcome kind. So. <laughs> Frank White. Frank, so. I'm telling you, man, my dad's got, I think he's, hey, what is he, got three books? Three cookbooks or Not two? Not sure. I don't know, but my dad's got them in, and I've already told dad, I said, when the will comes oh. out, I want those things, because, shoot. You all right? That was kind of stiff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get stiff as it goes. That's the weekend. Yes. All right. So not a stewed tomatoes fan. No. No, stew, no stewed mm-hmm. tomatoes in my rockfish, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, in general, as a standalone as a, as a, sta- as a standalone a sweet stewed tomato. Yeah, that's, that's very them, Italian, not, man. Not in my rockfish. Mm. That's, that's no. some Italian stuff. Now I will take no. a tomato and slice it and put it over top of rockfish. Oh yeah, that's oh, a that. summer like yep. mortgage yes. maker tomato yes. cut thick with some uh, mayo, salt and pepper. Yes. What kind of mayo, Dave? Dukes. Yep. Dukes mayo. Thanks, Lance. Dukes is way better than this. Thanks, Lance. Yes. 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 You don't like Dukes? It's the vinegar, man. No tomato. I don't like tomatoes. I like tomato, but not with my fish. No, 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 no. no. On, a, on a sandwich. I'm saying like a summer sandwich. I'm talking about laying over top of just a filet of rockfish and then no. broil it. I like the tomato with pork belly and lettuce. I mean, you can put pork belly on a lot of things to make it taste good. Yes. Hey, have you seen the new uh, the new off- offering they have at Fishtails? No, I haven't oh. been to Fishtails yet this year. But when you go, okay. <laughs> what they've got is pretty cool. They've got a pork belly BLT with oh, avocado. Boy. Mm. And I'm not talking bacon. I'm talking big, thick pork belly, Rasher. avocado, BLT, delicious. Sounds like I need to be near a bathroom. Yes. Yeah, they've got several. <laughs> you need to be near a bathroom for everything you eat. You're everything. God. Hey, look, look. 
Uh, we're going to get to it later, but CL did make a pig on a particular Ooh. spit of sand at one point. That was Everybody. very, very delicious. Everybody showed their ass at yeah. that. <laughs> and when you were done eating this, Literally. it was like... Literally. You couldn't have had more... <laughs> love. More love. Oh. Essence. <laughs> Essence. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a, it was greasy. Oh and God! Yeah, and it was good. It was yeah. good, man. Yeah, we uh, that was a lot of fun back in the day. We used to do a Memorial Day cookout on Williams Point. Here we go. Uh, that's what it was. Here we go. Yeah, that's what we would do right, the, right at the mouth of the river. Williams and, uh, Point. We're, sa- we're saddled up there ne- next to a gill matter. We're like, what is the hell is this? Is this what it used to be? No, it's just a still it's a still new we're, thing. We're well, Stephen and I are not allowed there anymore. No, we're well, going this year. People that are allowed. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so allowed because they don't love me. You got to be ready for it first before it's a full contact you know what that kind of reminds me of it is a an event it is an event speaking of an event we've got coming up on June the 26th here we go we have poker run, baby. We do have the poker run. If you, if you guys have never seen the uh, the uh, Pokemon Elk Scratch Poker Boat River Poker Run, so it's a it's a is it? So Seifer did a duck boat poker run for a while. So is this just like a? I'm not sure what Seifer does. <laughs> this is this is the U stuff. No. So I mean, it is what it is. We oh. got really 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 drunk. Yeah. Really really that, really that quick. happens. Yes. So what we do? Well, this one at Williams Point. Damn. Well, one of the stops Surely survived it. One of I know. That <laughs> oh, was bad. One of the stops bad. at the poker run this year. It's on June the 26th, and, and it's sponsored by the Poker Money Golf Club, and we make a ton of money doing Does it. Does Carter have a corner? And uh, we have to go there. You have and, to and drive the, Dave and, and I. The money out. that we yeah. make for that, we just donate straight back to the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, every dime that we make. Uh, that outside of our expenses goes right back to the community. Last year we made something like eight grand. Nice. And uh, we gave a thousand dollars to eight fire companies. Just here you go. Pop, That's pop, awesome. Pop, pop, pop. That's what we did. And uh, so anyhow, there are five stops on the river. Uh, one of them is Williams Point. Uh, were you no just trying to do facial recognition on your phone? No. Because uh, he was like going all googly eyed. I, I, I got a seaside. Well, he's always fourth fish. natural life. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he sent the, he sent an invitation at what like a couple days ago or yeah, something. Yeah, I saw we just Facebook got rocking yeah. on it. Yeah. So, I got a. I got a uh, a, a feeling on a fishing report. So, oh, so, so does it include Shelltown? Uh, no, oh, I was in a Shelton. One of the one of the stops that we had last year. Was real, it was really cool. <laughs> Each of the stops has a game on it, and one of the games last year, um, I took a four by eight sheet of plywood, and I took a, and I just pretty much glassed one side of it so it'd be kind of slippery. And um, he took these bean bags, and at the very top, and I, it was called bra pong. Mm. And on the very top, Ooh. on the very top, I took a, like a little training bra, I called it an Epstein bra. <laughs> 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 I put that up top, and then holy and then, shit! And then, and then they were, <laughs> this is what happened, you know. And so you come down another level, and they were like your your thirty four C's, and the, they got bigger as you went down. So you got ten points if you threw the, the sand your uh, bean bag into the Epstein bra. And we're got, already demonetized. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you got, and you got last point the, the big forty-four triple D's. Me, me, Moss, bro. Yeah, you get <laughs> two points for that. The so that was one of them. Uh, so you can imagine as the day goes on. But the funnest event we had, I took the uh, ten-inch rubber fish, like used for trolling for rockfish, right. and I covered them with KY jelly. And uh, so they, what is going on? Just let it go. Let it go. It gets worse. It's, 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 a, gets worse. it's a game. So uh, it's a game. So and then you took the, these uh, orange waterman's gloves, and they're covered with yeah. with baby oil. Too. So you would take these slimy <laughs> rubber fish and you would throw them into a bucket. You'd throw fish in a barrel, right? Right. And imagine as the day goes on, 
the uh, oh yeah it gets worse <laughs> yeah. so it, it's a fun event it's a load of fun uh, it, it's uh, you know it's kid, it's kid friendly yeah <laughs> but uh, the, the main thing is you know we have a good time on the river hey, uh, benefits we local we celebrate local that but we turn all them and we just donate a ton of money back in the community uh, I couldn't be more pleased with what we're doing. Uh, we're, we're, we've almost eclipsed the two million dollar mark on really? money. Yeah, on money. Wow. That, yes, it's it's wow. cool. And that money goes to Samaritan Shelter. It goes to the food bank. It goes to whatever other local charities that are out there. Hmm. And uh, and we keep pumping it. You know, we uh, we think it's important and it's what we do. And we have a good time. We have a good time. But the but we're serious. It's for it's for a good cause. Yeah, right, we right, have yeah. a good time. So for all, everyone benefits. Everybody wins, man. It's a winner. It's on the 26th of June. Pick it up on your Facebook. Uh, there's, a, there's an there. event. There's an Eventbrite page there where you can I'm register. That is before. That is before <laughs> our carpet trip, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So you we can, will be there. It's only mm -hmm. thirty bucks a person. Look, you want you hey, You've already. Hold on, I got cash. We're gonna pay for I'm Dave. Call I me take now. Venmo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the date again, CEO? June 26th. Williams Point for years was just a spit of dirt that I cut behind to go bluebill hunting or diver hunting or whatever. And I never ever spent any time out there. Yeah. And then you I think you got up with Steve. I have enough for one. You got up with Steve or you got up with me and, and said, hey, I'll I'll man, hold man. on to that. <laughs> <laughs> we're throwing cash around. Oh, yeah. I think you said something about, hey, Williams we're gonna Sprinkles. do a thing Williams Point Memorial sure. Day weekend. And uh, that was just about the time that Steve and I started hanging out. I was like, hey man, we won't go out to Williams Point. I think it's you can, you can, and you can go full, full on. Yeah, we took we took my boat out there, and I had this, <laughs> you know, it's a different experience. See this this vintage sea craft next to this, what was it, like Manhattan a boat, Gilnet boat. Yeah, yeah. It was a Phyllis Ann. Uh, was it, it from Saxis? From, from yeah, Saxis? Yeah. Saxis. From Saxis. Yeah. Yeah. He had like and, uh, seventeen people on there. Yeah, yes, he and did. I was in there talking to him, and uh, That's Philip Williams. He, yeah, he was. We were talking, whatever. My dogs running around. My dogs peeing on people. I don't know what's happening. That's the truth. Then, uh, yeah. I see. I see a lady that I know, and she's kissing a man that I know is not her husband. And oh, I know. Lord. I know at this point. This is where you want to be. <laughs> I, I think. I think my wife. I'm a bit over my waiters a bit at that point. <laughs> my, my wife and I both showed our asses that day. Oh too. yeah, she broke out the zebra bikini, <laughs> which you know was I didn't uh, see coming. Well, listen, I, yeah. can, I can tell you some stories about. She's gonna cringe when she hears that. But. Shit, Parker was out there. What he was like, 16 years old, yeah. just like yeah, having a good a, old time. You Jesus. took a work call in the middle of the river. Yeah. I remember that? Yeah. Yeah. But I can tell you some stories. Oh, about Johnny some other, Blaze going yeah. up the way. I wasn't friends of ours who. <laughs> who just didn't make it past shelter and trying to get home. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. We, we put off there and it was. This it one was made it to Fishing Hole Road yep. before he had to, uh, had to evacuate off, the system. Bleed off some pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving home, diesel pickup truck, too. It was really smart, let me tell yeah. you. Uh, well. It was a time. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. And those pulled pork sandwiches were delicious. delicious. Yeah. Phenomenal. You were, you were wax coated after eating that sandwich. I mean, it was like. You went into the woods, like which was, I guess, the, the restroom, and there was some funky stuff going on, too. <laughs> I don't know if that benefits anybody out there, but. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was know, a time. When it was I a time was, to be alive. When I was like seven, eight, nine years old. My parents would take me there. Right. Yeah. Point. It yeah. was like your roaring point. Like I grew up going to yeah, roaring exactly. point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we would go camping there, and um, and then back on the. Is it picnic table there still? Yeah. Or yeah, that the table like no, so I built that. Sand. I built that for for to have so we could have a place to put our stuff up on, and uh, I came there one day, and there were some guys that were actually had it. They were pulling it behind the boat, and a guy was like riding on it, or was kind of <laughs> skiing on it. And, and hey, you know what? 
Good for him. <laughs> full, I mean, full disclosure, they had a DJ that was running off a Honda generator. It was like pretty big awesome. loudspeakers. Yeah. People were grooving, fighting, you're not allowed having back. a good time. Right. So it, our well, wives don't want us to go back. That wow. was uh, that was DJ Street. He showed up, man. And uh, he, it was he, uh, it was a it was a it was it was a target mission. It was a vibe. So if anybody listening is familiar <laughs> with like secrets, like Saturday night closing kind of stuff, it was like that at like 5 p.m. on the beach. Yeah, there was. But, but I mean, there well, was. You just it, ruined whatever chance I had to go. No, oh yeah, Amanda no. would love it there. <laughs> yeah, we put uh, we put a DJ on a little pontoon boat, mm-hmm. ran him off a Honda Generator. He played for tips. He made yeah. like three grand that yeah. day. Whoa. <laughs> yep. So and it was, it was anything from having a good time. I mean, you know, everybody had a good time. It wasn't dangerous by any means, but it was a lot of fun. Should have seen it from where I was sitting. Yeah, <laughs> it, looked awful. it looked awful dangerous from where I was sitting. <laughs> Stay near the boat because we have to bail out. Yeah, yeah. It hey, man, look, but that—I mean—that's no different. That happens everywhere in the bay. Sure. I mean, sure. Whether you're dying off of Nancock Creek or Pocatigua, they got their sandbar they go to. Yep. Right. Uh, I don't know what they do in the Northern Bay. I'm sure they got. Magnifee's the same, got they, something going. Thing, Har- 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 Roaring Point was the same way growing yeah. up with me. It was. It was like. Easily double the size right. of Williams Point but at one time. How many people from you know within a, a gas tank away from where we're sitting right now would love to be involved in that? Oh, you know? it was great. And we got and we got great. we got it at multiple locations. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. any given weekend. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah, I mean, uh, people don't realize that you know when they go to places like Ocean City or whatever. And you're you're in there. I kind of like that they don't come to there. Yeah, I get it. That, that type of person. Like I was coming home from work today, and it's hot, right? Weekend, Ocean City this oh, weekend. How about that? And it is a giant mess. Like on the bypass, people are, people trying to race a Honda Accord. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just trying to get home <laughs> from work, man. Jeez. I mean, the sandbar that we go to now is very low key. Yeah. Extremely low key. Yeah. There's not a whole lot going well, on there. Points like that a lot of times too. Most right. of the time. That weekend, that Memorial Day weekend. That weekend. Wild. It was it was off the yeah. chain that weekend. Yeah, it's mostly families and. It's the same families every week, and everybody comes out, brings something to eat, something to drink, and just have a good time. But I, I mean, Williams Point was very much that until, <laughs> until it was not. Until it was not. Everybody rolled out. You could see like the like, oh, that nice boat just rolled out. That not, that not a nice boat. And like, here we go with the Carolina skiffs, like that are about to sink. Like, hey man, easy now. I got one of them. <laughs> so I want I want to do a, a very clunky transition into. There is a story in your book that I read. The uh, the infamous Blue Marlin in the Swan Point Center console story. Now yeah. this this for anybody anybody who fishes in a small boat, anybody that has any interest in fishing blue water, and thinks their boat is too small, tell <laughs> please tell this story. Tell right. this story. Well, um, I saw you looking at my notes. Stop looking at my notes. I will. Uh, Bill Hall has been a lifelong friend of mine. Bill Hall, I, uh, first time I met Bill Hall, we were playing Little League football. I was playing safety. He was wide receiver. He beat me in the corner for a touchdown. I'm going, I hate that son of a bitch. <laughs> and, uh, we, we turned out to be best friends. We rode to high school together. We went to college together. We were in the same fraternity together. Uh, we were in each other's wedding. I know this guy. Right. Uh, he's you know great. And he's a great fisherman. He was one of the first people in Virginia to receive their master angler certif- uh, mm-hmm. certification. Nice. He's a tremendous fisherman. If I get fishing with Bill, I'll catch seventy-two fish. He'll catch one that's huge. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, that's Bill. But so anyhow, so we fished a lot together, and uh, he had a nineteen-foot Swan Point, and um, weather forecast was good, and we we were talking about going. That was when the tuna bite was pretty decent on chunk right so we decided we were going to run out of watch a prig and we were going to go to weather was good so we were going to go in a 26 mile hill so we go to 26 mile hill we pick up a couple of tuna you know it's beautiful 19 foot swamp point and uh 
What would you so somebody who's not familiar with the Swamp Point? What would be a? It's like a privateer. Right. Maycraft? Exactly. No, it no. would be like a privateer. It'd be like a privateer. Yeah, that's what with I was that going swoop, for. Swoop top. Yeah. Little drop down in the stern. Yep. 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 And uh, you know, and so we did that. And uh, the Petro, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was another boat out there with us. Who um, would? And we both we called our tennis, and uh, we we're like, well. Weather's good. I think we're going to run to those lumps inside the uh, inside the Washington. And there's 30 fathom lumps. And it was like another 15 miles or so, and we had you that's know, a long way on a single screw. It is. Shoot. But uh, single screw uh, two stroke outboard. Too. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So uh, so we run out there, and, and the guy on the radio <laughs> told us uh, Petrobus, I think his name was. Uh, he said, "Hey, if you're going to do it, today's the day." So we get out there. You know, we get our, we get our spread out, and uh, what was the what was the year? Well, Roughly. we had a uh, we had an islander, a, a big. No, no, the year. Oh, I don't. Remember. Not gear. Like eighties, nineties. It was probably the early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah. Okay. So we run out there. We uh, we on. Uh, we put out a white marlin. We put out a white marlin rig. Is what we did. We put out all ballyhoos, but on the uh, right rigger, we put a blue marlin bait there. These we, are gunnel mounted riggers. Swing, swing out. Gunnel yeah. mounted riggers. Swing yeah. Out. Yeah. Lee yeah. fifteen footers is what we want. <laughs> <laughs> so we put a blue marlin bait on a short rigger, you know, just like we should. And uh, so we're trolling along, and and uh, and Bill's going f- going forward in the cooler to get a beer, and this blue marlin just came raging in mm. from uh, right to left. And I'm going, Bill, 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 Bill. Bill, <laughs> the science guy over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I couldn't say anything else because it was like a Volkswagen headed toward that, that uh. big chugger. And I'm like, Bill, 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 Bill. So you had a chugger over a Ballyhoo? No, we just had a big, just we had this straight, big, big 11 inch chugger. Blue Marlin big made on the short rigger, right where we should have yep. No, just no, no meat at all. No meat at all. Just and big old, just a big old Blue gotcha. Marlin bait. Yeah. And uh, he crushed it. Mm. And away it went. And uh, so Bill needed that fish for, he needed it for some kind of whatever. So, uh, <laughs> and plus it was big and I wasn't going to crank it. So Bill fought it and, uh, and, uh, and we didn't have. Well, we had was the little uh, the, the waist belt mm-hmm. thing, you know. Yep. And, that, and this other boat came out. B.W. James on the James Gang. He heard us in the fight, so he eases over to us. He gives us a harness, you know. So I, I get. So the, you popped up on the radio, nineteen foot swamp point. <laughs> saying, did you hey, jump up on the bow, hope, or did you in, and follow, or did you? No, 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 on the boat. I had him on the side. Mm-hmm. I had him right beside the console. We fought him on the side of the Bill, boat. Bill was fighting the fish. You ran the boat, right? I ran the boat. Yeah. yeah. And one of the first things I learned is you don't follow the fish; you follow the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was important. That was the line's dragging. Yeah, back it was the learning mm-hmm. curve, but uh, we, we figured it out pretty quick. You hopped up on the radio and said, "Yeah, we, we need help. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking on the big, like, we're taking on the big fish. Right, so I need help. We need help and, uh, because poor Bill, you know, he's cranky. He's doing everything he can. He's, you know, it's a five, six hundred pound blue marlin. And uh, it was, was a, he screaming the whole time? Huh? Was he screaming the whole time? No, he was screaming at me. Focused. He was He was yelling at me driving the boat. Starboard, starboard now. Right, right. And uh, he was just in pain. So BW, <laughs> he was in pain. So." I, I said, I'm a, it's your fish, dude. So uh, BW came to us. We got the harness on him, and that really helped a lot. Yeah. And we had him on the right shit. I mean, we when we decided we were going to put over a blue marlin bait, you know, we put it over on the right stuff. We did. Right. You had right. him on the reel? Huh? It was well, a 50 wide. Yeah, that'll so, do. Yeah, that's what we had. And uh, 
Yeah, we, we decided that that's what you know, we, we wanted to be equipped. Kind of guys are running the 80s, but you know, mm. it's 6,000 feet deep there, too. So Yeah, but we're in a 19-foot swamp. Exactly. Point. <laughs> 80 would have turned us over. I borrowed <laughs> so, uh, this from my uncle. I don't know. We'll figure it out. So, you know, once we got the harness, he made pretty quick work of it. And uh, we had to, to fish beside the boat. And I can't tell you... Uh, how excited we were to be able to do that it was it was incredible but you know the thing was we had the we had the right equipment with us mm-hmm. we were pre- we were prepared for that fight right. we were prepared for that fish and um and uh, we were able to catch him and uh, i do believe there's a photo of that fish along the gunnel in your book right it is um yeah. and unfortunately <laughs> Bill took the photo. I don't have. We don't have a picture of Bill with the fishing calls. Oh, he's got some picture of me holding it. But uh, but hey, you know that's cool. You know we know we did it, and it was uh, it was a that's it awesome, was a, it was, a, it was absolutely. Cool. That's a that's a uh, hero story for I mean, the small boat crowd. Taking sure. for Maycraft out there and doing that's crazy. Yes. You can do it. Yes. Yeah. It is. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> now you also you had a similar story where you got to go to the scales of the open. I believe we did. Yeah. We we've been at the this, White Marlin. We've open. been the scales there a few times. We never really uh, cast a check there, but um, what is that like backing down at the scales of the White Marlin Open, knowing you got a fish to hang? Well, we spent a lot of money on the way in. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've, we've got yeah. A, we got a fish in the cock. We're looking at it, and the fish was we knew it was longer than the fish that right. was leading the tournament. But uh, you know, and we're we, going, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to? We've we've been there, right? <laughs> yeah, we've we've all been there. <laughs> so we're on the way in. We're, we're spending this money that we haven't won yet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that'll did happen. That. I did that too. That'll happen on the hour drive back, towing a boat behind you, like beating the ceiling to listen to Manish yeah. Boy, you know? So we're, we're back. You know, I'll never forget this. We're, 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 we wait our turn, you know, and the big bailiff pulls out. I forgot. Ten Man's Pride. That was a Jim Smith. It was Ten Man's Pride. It's like a 62-foot... Um, uh, Sportfish. Sportfish, yeah, I forget the name of it. But he pulls, Tin Man's probably was the name of the boat, I think mm. it was a Jim Smith. So he pulls out, and uh, so my buddy Anthony Thomas, we're in this little north coast, you know, 31 north coast. Which is a solid boat, by the it way. It is a solid boat. It's a great sure, boat. Sure. Yeah. So, so you're out there flexing. Yeah. Uh, a, north, a north coast <laughs> is a boat that doesn't get enough height, and that's, yeah. a, that's a nice boat. So we're scared to death. Very so, similar to like Alban or something, isn't it? Uh, not full dead rot, not full displacement, but... They're, they're a pretty deep V. They're yeah. a deep V boat. Yeah. Gotcha. So, Anthony, we turned it back in. And I'm like, Anthony, hold up. So, I'm with Anthony Thomas. Mm-hmm. I'm my buddy Anthony. I'm like, Anthony, hold up. He goes, what? I said, Anthony, we might not be here again, man. Don't screw this up. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, CL. <laughs> so, yeah, our, our fish was, um, you know, he was he was weighed, measured, and found wanting. Yeah. So. I, I, I would love to think that one day I would actually get to back to that scale. Yeah. I, you know, I've never even fished a tournament, but it is... Goal one to fish it. Goal yeah. two to actually be able to hang one. That, had, that would be fantastic. Ray went, we had Bill Bateman with us. You probably know Bill Bateman's the, restaurant. He's got the right. bistros, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Bill Bateman was with us, and he had a ball, and he called his wife because we were at a beer. And, uh, <laughs> That'll <laughs> happen. Similar story. Lindsay, thank yeah. you so much. So he, he calls his You're wife. As, he calls his wife as we're coming through the inlet, and uh, and says, "Hey, we're going to the scales. Can you bring us some beer?" So we, as soon as we back up the scales, you know, we get the interviews and all that, all that stuff's going on. It was cool, you know, it was cool. But uh, here comes this dude walking through. I never forget a red forty-eight quart igloo cooler. Up under the crowd. <laughs> get out of the way! Get out of the way! He did, man. The guy, so he walks up. Here you go, Mr. Bateman, and he hands us this cooler full of beer. Like, Thank you, <laughs> Bill Bateman. What a cool dude. He yeah, Ray, Ray went two years ago, and he backed down, and it, they were they were a couple pounds shy. But it was on Kevin Marshall's boat. He was one of the. Yeah, he's on. the fabricator. Yeah. and he was backing down, you know, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And, and Ray said, you know, when we come in. 
He goes, I'm going to call you up. We'll, we'll be, as soon as we get in the cell, cell range, get it, get down the inlet or something, and we'll get on, get you on a pier, and you can come up ride with us. I'm like, that, that'd be so cool, man. Let me know. They, awesome. they didn't do much last year. No, they had a slow they year a dolphin or something. That right? was two years ago. Yeah, yeah they backed into it two I years ago. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And they all had Crisfield charter shirt, shirts on. They're like, oh, we got a purple cut. I get one of those. Even though uh, he doesn't I've, agree with the I've, whole troll motor thing, I have a couple of them. Hey, look, Andrew Tallis went oh, went three for three with you. I, I, I'm impressed. He's there. a great yeah. man. He He's there. a great man. Kyle's on assignment. Full, full so, disclosure. So those are my two favorite stories in your book, um, in one of your books. So I, I do have a third that you actually, um, you know, what? I'm not I'm not going to ruin that quite yet. What is what is your favorite story to tell in your books? <sighs> Don't be pissed when he takes yours, Dave. It might. I don't think it's gonna be, but right. it might be. I don't know which one my favorite is, but they, they all have a very special uh, place with me. I um, I enjoy the one that my kids are involved, you know, because that was important to me. Being able to share a lot of the experiences of field with them that was always important. It still yeah. remains important. Uh, that was good. Being able to share some stuff with my dad, uh, right. you know, some stuff with him. Uh, you know, I. I <laughs> That one story in there about the bluebill that he carved that uh, that that broke loose and I had to when he first started carving and I had mm. to chase this damn hand carved decoy <laughs> down and it was blowing off in like a 25 mile an hour northwest wind. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, so I chased it down. By the time I got back to the blind, he shot his limit and my limit of bluebill. <laughs> so I'm like, son of a. Good thing you came back. Good job, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, naturally since we had a limit, we picked up and left. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't I don't know that if you remember this or not, but I had uh, literally my very best duck dog pass away at one point. It's been some years ago now, and uh, I you know I posted the obligatory photo on yeah. social media sure. and you know send off and all that. Mm -hmm. And you actually sent me an excerpt from your book, which I think there was a story in there about losing a dog. Yeah, and uh, man, that that really that that really meant a lot to me. I think you were at the you were in Snow Hill. At a, a particular restaurant that evening, and, and offered me drinks, and I was, uh, I, I couldn't see through the tears to get there, but I, uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was a, a moment I will not forget. Well, yeah. you know, I've been blessed to having some good dogs. I've had been cursed with having some that aren't so good. <laughs> uh, Why'd you look back? Uh, <laughs> He's in the house on the couch right now. He's fine. The He's brown fine. ones are the brown ones are touch and go. The greatest though, man. Yeah, yeah, this, this one's a work in progress. He's gonna be fine. The brown ones are touch and go. He's gonna be fine. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm departing the lab world after this one. I'm going bird dog. I I, I think I'm man. Them GSPs are. No, God. I'm not going to that. I'm thinking we'll get a Britney. I think we're going to get a Britney. Oh, not Bird Dog and the Red Kings? Oh, no. <laughs> That's a great song. Somerset County. <laughs> Mile Marker 21 yeah. is Marker 21. Coming in. Yeah. Mile Marker Maybe 21 we, is Prince the Same. I think we same. might need to change that to our, to our song. we got to get a good recording because any of the ones you find on like YouTube are just total dogs. The shit. one on YouTube, he was at... Mile Marker red 21. Eyes. Was he a Red Eyes? Red Eyes, yeah. yeah. I got one. God sakes, that's a good song. <laughs> I might be partial, but Legs damn, that's long a good song. Your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Mall marker twenty-one. That's a damn good song. But Dave, yeah. Dave and I would come down the highway one-eyed, like looking. Where's one, where's twenty-one? Uh, which where, one is that? Where is twenty-one? It's is right, it? right before UMES turn off. Um, so coming into town, if you're headed south, into into PA proper. Yeah, PA proper. It, it'd take you down to <laughs> Mount Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> So that you don't you uh you like the stories with your kids and how about how about your uh, your dad? Obviously, I'm bringing yeah. up a, a tough subject here, but nah, you did recently. Not tough, man, listen, my my dad just recently passed away, and um, 
You know, the one thing that you can say about my dad is he did it his way. Yeah. He really did. You I think know? every dad does it their way. And, yeah. and, and I love it. Yes, I do, because I'm going to be yes, the same way. Did. My son says the same thing about me, I guarantee yeah. you. He, so, uh, you know, he worked hard. He had a great career. Um, you know, he, he, he retired early. He worked at, and they started carving decoys and stuff. And is, you know, and what's been amazing is what great following that his decoy carving has really uh, taken on. You know, mm-hmm. right. uh, he didn't. He wasn't a uh, decorative carver. That just wasn't who he was. He's a working. working He's a working man's decoy. That's, you know, that's, that's good. Yep. I like that. Working man's dead. That was him. Yeah. So would you? So like, you would consider a Madison Mitchell? Just like I'm trying to get a for folks that are listening where he was in the spectrum of decorative to working Mitchell would be Madison Mitchell decoy would be considered a that would be more of a working decoy dad's dad's style was more in the style of Miles Hancock very very functional not very ornate uh, but a very functional decoy that that back in uh, the day when people would buy wooden decoy rigs uh, that would have been a purchase that someone would have made Hmm. yeah Yeah. I have a a Mitchell uh, bull can that uh, my grandfather hunted over on my desk in my office to this day. It uh, when he stopped hunting and got sick, you know, he had a whole string of them, and yeah. my grandma sold off whatever and kept a few here and there. And I still have his old A5 Belgian and uh, his uh, Mitchell can. I got mine in the safe. Do you? Yeah. What well, we're getting some feedback here. What yeah, you, I don't know what's, what's going, going on here. That's Steve leaving his mic Steve on while he like- pees in Seal's backyard. So your 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 dad was a, a carver. What he where did he work before he uh, he retired? Had a, he had a career at Holly Farms. He worked there for for a number of years, and gotcha. uh, that's where he retired from. Fisherman, hunter. Oh yeah, carver. Yeah, we did a lot together. Absolutely, I was blessed that uh, some of the places that I think it's state. I think it's his. Why could it be me? I don't know. Mine's off. Yeah, it's somebody's. Keep talking. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, we were blessed to uh, to be able to spend a lot of time together in the field. You know, he showed me a lot of things. And, you know, one of the places that's grind zero for us is Cattail Creek. That's where we deposited his ashes. And, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and we were up there the other day fishing, you know, uh, me and my son. And uh, we had a, kind of a tough day. And uh, we pulled up there. And we pulled up there. And I said, uh, I said, Pop, what do you got for me today? What do you got for me today, Pop? And we pulled out a, about a four-pound speck real quick. <laughs> and, this, and this redfish had a spot on his tail. So nice. we pulled out one of them. We're like, hey, you know, thanks, Dad. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's, he's yeah. that. But that's ground zero. That is awesome. That We've is all awesome. got places across the, you know, that, that we go hunting fish, deer mm-hmm. hunt, whatever, that mean a lot to yes. us. And for us, yes. that's, that, that's that place, you know, yes. for us. We've yeah. been hunting there now for, and it's, it's kind of odd that we've been hunting in the same location now for 50 Five years. Wow. You know, and we're out of the same place. And, um, you know, people, that's where CL goes, you know. And mm-hmm. the, the cool thing about, uh, you know, the Saxon, Sanford area, and the people that we hunt around is, you know, that's where I hunt. And, you know, this is where Donnie Porter hunts. And this mm-hmm. is where Bill Bailey hunts. You know, this is where William hunts. And, you know, we know that that's each other's property. Right. And there's a common courtesy there respect. that, that we have. Respect. Yeah. It is respect. And unfortunately, you know, with COVID and all that um, that happened last year and people sitting at home with you know, cyber scouting and whatever, <laughs> uh, you know, they showed up. They moved in. They moved in with a, with, a, with a lack of respect. And uh, I told this one kid, I said, dude, look, you, anything's possible while you're here until you start treating people wrong. Right. And when you start doing that, doors close quick. Yeah, right. For sure. And my thing is like, and, and that's what gets me about the whole duck thing is that if you respect people, you can meet them back at the ramp 
and the next thing you know, you're hunting with those people. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, and it, just, it, it <clears throat> blows my mind. Yeah. People that will move right in but on if you. You want to be a dick? Yeah, it, it can it can change real quick. Oh, it does, and it sure. gets ugly quick. This and, is, and then <laughs> it's it's as quick as a text. Now you'll text your buddies and be like, "Hey, so and so boat. This is what it looks like. This is what these guys look like. Don't get many info. Don't do don't do and anything. That's it. I mean, and next thing you know, that person's broken down, or their axles messed Ooh. up, or their tiles <laughs> tires are messed up, or something. You're like, hey, sorry, sorry for your luck, man. All, see of, all of a sudden, the receiver hitch is missing. On yeah. the right. I mean, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. That's a good one. <laughs> look, man, I still I still frequent some particular Virginia ramps, and I know I've got a Maryland tag on my boat mm-hmm. and my trailer. And when I leave that ramp, I'm just like, try having a Delaware tag. Fingers. Cr- oh no, you're you, screwed. I mean, <laughs> you, you better ha- you better have a, a second I, receiver. I treat people with the utmost respect, a, and except yeah. for Steve, but like, That's I, I, I try we, we I try to areas. do whatever. But like having a Delaware tag pulled into certain certain Virginia ramps is like. Yeah, you, I sold. I, I sold a bitch. boat that had a semi-permanent Virginia tag, and I always felt like when I took that boat, I was like, "I'm good. I'm good." <laughs> I got a main tag, Delaware yep. registration, main. Virginia truck. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that sounds like a real shit mess. To me. <laughs> you better have that. You better have your winch handle second one if you can take it off. Oh man! So we've we've talked about the Blue Marlin story. We talked about your books. We've talked about. Your dad. Um, let's talk about your kids. Yeah. What is a uh, what is a uh, the uh, future prince of Pokemon up to these days, Mr. Parker? Well, mullet uh, man. Is he still growing the mullet? Mullet man. He the mullet's coming by. <laughs> it's this Morgan Wallen shit, and I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, this is like, before bro, that. This is before that. Parker yeah. had some pretty mad flow. He had <laughs> some mad flow, man. Yeah. He um, he was what the, the mullet of the Bahamas was a viral yeah. video that he put out. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have two sons. Uh, I'm uh, proud of both of them. We uh, had Hunter out on the boat. Yeah, last week, right? Hunter had a Hunter had a stud black drum. He the other did. Yeah, mm-hmm. he yep. did. Yeah, he's my oldest son. He's 28. He was uh, one hell of a lacrosse player. Um, you know, played everywhere. Played in college. Uh, he's now uh, he's back home. I'm I'm thankful of that. Nice. And uh, the the big you know, the, the best thing that I'm proud of him for is he's taking care of my mom. That's awesome. Yeah, he's living there uh, with with my mom just across the street in the in the carving shack and. Uh, you know, my mom, you know, she's missing. You know, she's yeah. in a rough spot right now. Sure. And so he's there to, to ease that transition. And that's that, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. And uh, that's something he didn't have to do. He wanted sure. to do yeah, that. Sure. He volunteered for that duty. And it's taken a lot off me. Yeah. And uh, so I'm very proud of him for that. Uh, so he's, he's going to be fine. Uh, now, Parker, bless his heart. He's uh he takes after his mom a lot. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no. well, he, he went from sea to land. He did well, a big transition there. Parker, um, he almost didn't graduate from high school because of the white marlin bite. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, we, we, we moved him from. Uh, we realized real quick that he wasn't. He was the type of kid that would have gone to a private four year school right. uh, for one year, been the most popular kid on campus, mm-hmm. and not invited back. Sure. So uh, I blame so, I blame Mr. Matt for that. Putting him up in the tackle shop early. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so we saved that money. We moved him from Worcester Prep, where uh, where, he, where he was going, to uh, to Pocomo. We didn't really pay much attention to the attendance policy at Pocomo. <laughs> they, they take it more serious than, the, than, than Worcester Prep did. Right. So at the time, he was working for um, uh, Pat Savela on the Grande Pez. Hmm. So he was doing that, and Pat's a big bill fisherman. And so in September and October, Parker fished two, three days a week, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, called us in the office. You know, why is your son? Oh, he's working. 
What do you mean he's working? He's in school. No, he's working. Hmm. You know, explain it to him. They didn't see the the, the, right. uh, the, the value. The, <laughs> was he carrying his grades and, and getting everything yeah. done? Oh, so no. then what's the problem? Uh, uh, OJT, man. Yeah, OJT. Man, you teach to the test. You teach to the rules. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyhow, so we had to we had to we had to deal with that. But he left there and he went with uh, he went with Wayne Bradford on the uh, that pink boat. Uh, uh, Muff Diver? Muff Diver, yeah. I think that's under new ownership these days. I'm yes. not sure. I believe, I believe it, be I believe it is. Anymore, the, is the gel coat had a lot of little splatter cracks in it from people throwing certain things in it. But, yeah. yeah, but she... Uh, <laughs> splatter but so he, 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 uh, he yeah. fished there. Splatter, and, splatter cracks. And the, the Muff Diver moved a lot. That yeah. boat fished a lot. So mm-hmm. a lot of experience there from there. He went to the Fishbone. Fishbone's a good boat, too. Fishbone's a good boat. He fished there with Billy Chapman for a while and traveled a lot. So... I guess it was last uh, April. He decided that he didn't want. He was just done traveling. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 you look at his passport. You're like, <laughs> how old are you? you know? They, they yeah. would take the boat to Mexico and all that fish flying everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And um, and you know, and uh, he made him and Tom Arnott, who was the own, prior owner of the fish bank, got to be good friends, and I, I, Park did a good job for him. And um, so anyhow, so Tom, uh, so he came back in last April. He said, I'm, I'm done fishing for a minute. You know, you need mm-hmm. to take, need to take a break. Uh, you look at the pictures on Facebook and everything, and it's oh, it's cool. They're in. It's know. not the reality. No, the reality sure. is, you know, you're you're sitting most of the time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so he came back and, and piddled around a little bit, and Tom started this farm called Arnott Farms over in uh, outside of Newark, Maryland. Is and it Ar- Argyle? Argyle Farms. Argyle, Argyle Farms. Yeah. It is. And uh, what they're doing is they're establishing food plots and hunting opportunities for veterans. Oh, is that okay? Cool. That's what they're awesome. doing. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's not your general, you know, um, pay and hunt type thing. Right, right, right. You right. got to be a veteran who's invited there. They do a lot with the Wounded Warrior Program. They do a lot with the Freedom Hunters and uh, some other folks. So, you know, last year he had a triple amputee that shot a par- uh, shot a deer one day. That's nice. nice. You know, and that's you know, IED took the, took the guy's uh, both sure. legs and an arm. Yeah, wow. he, and this never never thought he'd have a shot again in anything. Shot again? He yeah. dropped a deer at 240 yards. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, those type of things are cool. So the blinds that they built for duck hunting and for deer hunting, they're all ADA compliant. They, so it's easy for That's them. Awesome. They, they flood the field and all too, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And, That's pretty cool. Uh, so they're doing that. Uh, for the veterans, and that's cool, and uh, I'm proud of him for that, and I'm proud of Tom for Tom Arnott, the owner of the property, for for uh, thinking that way. Sure. Because so many people that have the money and the discipline mm-hmm. and, and the opportunity right. to do those things think yeah. very selfishly, and right. Tom has chosen to be different. And uh, well, Tom's different, <laughs> and that's why I like him so much, you know. And that's cool. So they're doing that, and they've branched out to do some things on the side too. So, you know, they're doing uh, food plots and other types of uh, wildlife enhancement for uh, you know private individuals who, right. who have that desire. So all I got to do is give them a call and sure. look them up on Facebook, and uh, they'll be happy to come on out and um, and take a look at your land, plant you some sunflowers, dig in and payment, do whatever. I mean, look, it's a young kid trying to make some money. So mm-hmm. yeah. he's sure. my son. So whatever you do, if you listen to this, support him. Get yeah. him off my payroll. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's having a good time. He is having yeah. a good time. He looks like he's having a damn yeah. good time. Yeah, you know, I'm proud of both my kids. So I, uh, they're, they're doing well. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. And the, the cool thing is, you know, they're both local now, so I get to spend time with them. We get to fish together. Yep. We get to do some things together. Sure. And that's what it's all about. So we, the other thing I want to talk about is duck hunting and fishing when you were a kid mm. on the Eastern Shore and what that was like compared to now. what it's like now. Totally different game. Yeah. You know, it's a totally different game. You know, most of our fishing and uh, the fishing aspect of it we were growing up was really 
it's bottom fishing with peeler, you know, yeah. top and bottom ring doing that. Yeah, what did what did you pay for a dozen peelers? Then I never paid for them. I called them. <laughs> my man, my man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did when I was in college and high school, where you know a lot of my other friends were going to Fort Lauderdale or wherever for um, for spring break. Mm-hmm. I would come home and work on my crab pots for right. the summer. That's what I would do. And uh, <laughs> the first year when I was a freshman, I brought one guy home with me. You know, because he had nowhere else to go. So I'm come on, you help me do this. Mm-hmm. The second year, it was like six people. It grew to 22 <laughs> people that I brought home from Elon College. Are you serious? Yeah. I had 22 <laughs> people come home with me one time. Half the fraternity came. We had an absolute ball. I bet. Yeah. We, yeah, they knew. That we, would be awesome. They knew we were in time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I had 400 crab pots to rig up, and I got 22 people working for me. And uh, this is when peelers were popping off. Peelers were pop. Well, no, this is uh, this is in uh, in March. Oh, it's early well, spring break. Yeah. yeah, so I need to get my crab pots ready. Right, right, right. So right, when right. I came home, uh, what I would focus on was a double crab run on the seaside. Mm-hmm. That would be my first thing. So if I didn't have my stuff ready uh, in mid-May, I would miss that. Mm-hmm. So you supply beer and. There was yeah, a lot of people bent wire. Beer yeah. I, 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 I supplied beer and other things, and, uh, <laughs> and we were very productive. Very nice. <laughs> you were focused. Is what you were focused. <laughs> I make no mistake. <laughs> so if you if you got on a, a bite back then, how so? How would that? You would just tell a friend next time you saw him, or like you would call him on the the VHF. Uh, the VH, you yeah, literally I, just put it out there on the I'm VHF. Tell, like back in the day, that's cr- it, the yeah. difference between then and now. But my dad would, dude, I would, he never would you on that but you would have, you would have, you would talk backwards or something. Like, yeah, we're at a sixty-eight. Yeah, you, you wouldn't like say where you were, but like the communication like then, well, yeah. there, was no, there was no cell phones then. There was no none of this. Oh, we had a case. This shit we had now. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, like it, it's. But I mean, you would say I'm I'm out here at Beach Island Bar, and you're like. 20 miles well, south like the Susquehanna Flats used to have a grid that was right. laid over it. Right. Well, even just the weather. And like would we, I, w- I would sit in, da- in my driveway in my dad's house because my parents were divorced. I'd go to my dad's. Dad be like, we're going fishing tomorrow. So I'd go right to the boat, turn the VHF on to the weather, and listen yeah. in the driveway. Yeah. Sure. So I knew what was going on and listened to Yeah, but this that. This, this would be like, oh, it's, it's, going, cra- it's going crazy on uh, Mudley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, but you knew what they were talking about. You're, right. you're 40, I mean, yeah. 40 miles south. Yeah, of that. I mean, right. and the thing was, a lot of us, you know, a lot of the people that I grew up with, and all, we were all crabbers. Right. And we were all working on the water. Right. So, um, you know, we one thing that we did on a regular basis is we would all have lunch together, which was pretty cool. You, know, you got a bunch of, of kids who are 18 to 24 years old, mm-hmm. and we're all, like, crabbing, you know, and at noon we'd all raft up together and have lunch. Right. You know, what are you doing tonight, Bill? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking about going down to Watts Island Rocks. I might be able to catch a trade down there. Mm-hmm. I didn't do shit there last night. Y'all go, <laughs> okay, we'll go to Target ships. You know, and then yeah. that's, and that, that was our communication. Right. And, and the network there. You're talking about you the know, you, There's always been a network. They were actually ships. Yeah. No, they're still ships. They're just underwater. I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in the 90s, I remember as a very young kid, those were ships. It was definitely more I, than I, one of those. It, it's like one of those, you know, for me, it's like one of those memories where you're not sure if it's a memory or it's just morphed into well, what you people posted have told a picture. You. It's, it's the Mandela effect. Is what right. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. like, I do, I remember multiple vessels out of the water there. Yeah. You, you posted remember. pictures from uh, Chrisfield. You when know? it was a Crisfield General or whatever back in the day, but it's like they still have them on the walls yeah. where you could see them like well above the waterline. Right, yeah. And like you would like raft up to them and they were like, like the Mariner cool. is now. Yeah. It was like that, but see, that's crazy. no more. Well, yeah. a lot of people don't realize the Mariner is sitting over top of a previous wreck, the Hannibal. Right. So that's two ships. Well, they scuttled the one and then ran it over top and then yeah. scuttled yeah. that on top of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, back then. 
we didn't fish the Chesapeake Bay for for trout. If we were doing trout, it was or especially grays. Yeah. Well, just grays. If we were doing grays, it was Roosevelt, out of Lewis, right. Icebreakers, second piling out in their inlet actually, and God, we would fill up 154 coolers like it was nothing. I mean, yeah. see, y'all can speak to it, too. My father got a rumbling, and it would be like a boat going out with like a five-gallon gas can full of gas, just right. like with a hose stuck in it. Right. You know, it might have been diesel, might have been whatever, but you go in a circle on the, the closest bar that you can get exactly. to. Exactly. You know, but and going to the Target ship, like, if you weren't from Tangier, that was a draw. Well, that was a long was a run. Deal. Yeah. And that was my thing. That was like a weekend thing. You'd go in Tangier and, like, camp out or something. And the only time yeah. we would go past the shallows was to find a fish out, out, out right. that way. And other mm-hmm. than that, we were in Three foot of water, three to five foot of water, mm-hmm. all the time, and that was it. And it, everyone gives me so much crap because, like, I don't know this deep water fishery like y'all do. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm just, why would we leave it? We had speckled trout, rockfish, sure. drum, all mm-hmm. right there. You, you why just would have I leave to, it? You have to look at it as a, as a thoroughfare too. I mean, like any any given spot can be good any given yeah. day. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, just yeah. you have to. It's one thing that, that was really different from then, and we didn't have the range that we do now. Sure. Uh, yeah, we're, fi- we're at the time we're fishing out of Saxis, and yeah. uh, the, that map in front of you is pretty much sure is home. But uh, yeah, we didn't have the range. You know, we going to Cape Charles was a once or twice a year event. No, uh, and that was, a, that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a big deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you run a two-stroke, I run a two-stroke myself, and like going out there, you're like, just let's go. Screw right. it, you and, know. You but know, then it was like they weren't reliable two strokes. It was like taking your life in your hands if you got yeah. an outboard in the back yeah. of the boat. So. And w- what we figured out, we, you know, we were pretty proficient at figuring out what we had uh, that was available to us locally. Sure. And maximizing that resource. Sure. Right. Now you have the opposite of where like, you might launch from, you know, Saxis Harbor or something and go out and whatever well, but you might have people like i'm not going there i heard the bite was out here and they'll, they'll run 30 miles out of the way because it's four stroke and the tangier classic last year yeah we put over in pokemo we fished a bridge tunnel yeah that's i mean that's that's a run <laughs> but, but you know what well, that you boat too. yeah i mean well i know cl personally and i'm like i know he just took a nap the entire run <laughs> the boat he the boat he was on was comfortable so. <laughs> it was. no it's not it was a 25 foot grady and every sea you hit was right under that's the true, seats yeah. man now, what day did you fish last year? I'm sorry? Which day did you fish last year? Did you uh, fish the, the storm day? Well, no, we fished. No, it. it was Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, he, Sunday, he I think, was, right? Because okay. you guys Friday. came in behind us, I think. I might have gone. Uh, we did go Saturday, Sunday, because I had something to do Friday, and I talked the crew out of that. So gotcha. we fished back-to-back days. But, gotcha. Uh, but it was a uh, it was a long run. We needed to, we needed to catch a bluefish, and I knew where I could catch one. It was yeah. just a long way from home. No, they weren't they weren't that far. Yeah, that's okay. how we put our inches up. That's how we put our inches up. We stacked a bunch of uh, a bunch of bluefish, not as big as the ones you caught, but we could see where we launched the boat from. Yeah, I I didn't have that intel. <laughs> but, uh, just got on the boat. I said, "Neither did I." Don't they worry. pulled up. They pulled up, and I'm, I'm negotiated in. He goes, "Hey, man, you good?" I said, "Yeah, I need a beer." He's like, "I got you." Throwing beers at us. <laughs> They're like t- catching bluefish, and I'm in water, like my bow's touching the bottom. No, nah, like, we were, we were, were catching. In. You were catching blues, twenty five to twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, we were catching like twenty one to twenty four. Yeah. So, so we, we 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 I knew I knew where I could catch them because they've always been there. Uh, but it just it took a minute. To, yeah, took a minute to get down there too. It was a little tough. Well, that's I mean again, not yeah. to harp on it, but the thing about that tournament is you you can decide the type of tournament that you yes. want to fish. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so we, we did. We we decided that we were going to fish the team event, and that's what we were going to do. Yep. And uh, we were fortunate. We had anglers in the top five in every category across the board. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we were pretty consistent at what we did. If there was a Pompano category, I think I would have played pretty good in that. <laughs> or, or a black drum. I, 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 I believe I was within sight of you 
Oh, you were. I when saw you. When you caught that son I saw of a you. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I thought I had one hell of a speckle. I'm like, this is uh, dude, they, they take. And that's why I thought because we, so we were fishing an no. area that I knew this is the speck. This is speck. And I hooked that fish and it just went zzzz, and just kept going. I was like, this is a giant speck. And then I saw it come up and I was like, well. <laughs> Well, I rolled him in butter, by the way. <laughs> I, it, so explain to the the crowd what a explain to me because I've never eaten one. What a pompano tastes like. Like walk us through what that both it's of you since it's neither a buttery it's dense it. fish. I mean, don't catch fish anymore. It's like a, it's like a more it's like denser it's, it's like it's a it's a tuna texture. It's like mahi. It's like tuna tets tuna. I'm sorry. Are you speaking Morse code? Tuna density mahi flavor. So I right. saw I, I saw CL was catching uh, black drum on what appeared to be mahi fillets. Oh, you see that? <laughs> well, I got in trouble for calling out on Facebook. But. He, he <laughs> no. posted a certain photo with a gigantic black drum. I had yeah. sold some mahi fillets. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> oh, mahi fillets. So wait, no. Let's let's get back to the popping. So how many are you catching a year, or was it just a one-time thing? Six or eight. Oh, but are, is it all bait? Are you ready? Were yeah. you ready for that? See, I, That's I was six or eight <laughs> times the amount of that you caught last year. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to put in the effort to catch because Bob was on a paddle tail, a paddle tail plastic. Yeah, well, I wasn't. I've never and, one. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I want to figure that out because they're so good. They're so good. Yeah, I what, think it's something that's going to emerge more so than yeah. You'll see. You'll see, you'll see more of them this year. Yeah. Talk to me about the. Uh, what do you know about the shrimp? The Virginia shrimp. Where do I got to go to cast that? These. Don't green, tell me on green, the green shrimp standing off. Green shrimp. Hoopers. 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 Casting off hoopers. Edible size. Not right now. Not right now. Selling them. Here's what I do know. I do know that. One of my friends has looked at it as a as a viable commercial fishery. Yeah, Virginia Saxons. has a yeah. Well, they have it, but there are certain zones that it's restricted to, from what I understand. Right. There are not enough, and from what this this guy tells me, if they were to open up a shrimp season in the Chesapeake Bay and and, and permits were available for that, they could catch they could make a living doing sure. it. There's yes. enough, there's sure. enough shrimp. There was guys saying they paid they paid off boats this right. past year. I get this. I mean, like, but this is the thing: is what has caused our ground fishery. Like I'm, I'm going to go way out on a limb here, and I get it. I'm, I'm oh the, God, I'm, here I'm we the go. grandson of a waterman. Prepare yourself. Steve. I'm the grandson <laughs> of a waterman. I get it, but our ground fishery has suffered some some blows due to a southern shrimping industry that can't figure out a way to to so you think deal with their bycatch. No, no, hold on. Let, let me just say this: with the rockfish we caught, we went out and went out of a very specific location in a very late time of year. We right. brought those fish back. Full thinking, full of bunker, cut them open. What are they full of? Full shrimp. Of shrimp. Yeah. yeah. So this is very light. That's almost. They're high in protein. But and all I'm saying is, is like, if you're going to start, you're you're gonna start you're trawling, shallow water trawling for a specific species, and they are smaller than your bycatch. Yeah, you're right. How you're do right. you how do you fix that? Well, right? I mean, Ray said it the other day. They said, I, I mean, get it. But what I'm saying is like the shrimp thing is cool, and and I'm I am not pushing down on, on commercial fisheries at all. It's just like the, the bycatch thing is a, is a thing. Yeah. But I, th I think what you're driving at, too, sorry, see, I don't mean to cut you yeah. off, but, but, but uh, what I think you're saying is like if, you, if there's going to be a viable commercial fishery to it, the bycatch is going to be 
paramount to that because what what did Ray say? It was a thousand pounds of sellable. It was ten, to, ten to one. Yes. Ten to one. Yeah, and it was ten like ten thousand pounds of fish or a hundred thousand pounds of fish or whatever you're throwing back over. I'm not familiar with the hardware and I'm not familiar with sure. the, with the fishery as it you know as it relates to bycatch in the Chesapeake, but I do know I do I knew the bycatch is an issue down south. It is. I agree with that, uh, and the bycatch is an issue anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, uh, I do know that there's enough shrimp around to make it a viable commercial fishery should yeah. you choose to do that. Now to your question about where to cast net for now. Uh, yes, that's that's really what we're after. Yeah, what I would, <laughs> listen, uh, I would really the recommend Magathy. the Magathy. Yeah, the Island. Take a look at any, any of the seaside ports up around Shinkatig, you know, down to Gargoth or Watch, any of those things. You know, you get in some of those back bays in the fall of the year. Are you are you thrown over grass? Yeah, well, well, it's your bank. As a matter of fact, there's a recipe in my cookbook that we called off the back of Rob Blossom's dock wow. uh, down behind Gargatha. And that cookbook was written how long ago? Uh, you know, six, that, seven years ago. Yeah. Easy. Ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, ten yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah so we were catching them but, then. But, I mean, these recipes were amassed over so long. But again, red, uh, green, red, crazy, green lights. That put people, I was say people the put lights, the green the lights, lights off the yes. dock and have a so if somebody was listening and they didn't want geographical areas, how would you go about cast that? What like in your in your head, what would you be thinking? Like I need to go here. I need to be looking for this type of bottom. I'm going to throw this type of cast net. I'm going to go at this time of year. First off, cast netting is hard. Yes, it, it is. is. I've seen Steve do it. It's terrible. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Hey, I throw, it's all good. I throw a six foot cast net. <laughs> I throw a ten. I it, saw one pancake the other night. One pancake. You saw me throw a pancake. That's why I said I saw one pancake the other night. I. He threw it one time. So. Steve. <laughs> Steve was working his cast net like he was. <laughs> it looked at, good, right? At the debutante ball, he just kept oh, casting, really? running around, <laughs> spreading my panties across, <laughs> spreading them. I don't know what he was doing, Probably but he was Steve. he was working through his pleats. Carter's <laughs> ten years old throwing a five foot gas net. Yeah, Dave throws one foot bigger than that. So what? <laughs> so, what? Would, uh, so whatever, Carter. <laughs> yeah, I would look for a, a high water on the seaside somewhere, and uh, you'd be looking at in the, in the shallow bays around the around the um, right around the edge of the bank, and uh, they show themselves. And you're looking for just pretty much popping on the surface. Yeah, I'm looking for where they are. Yep. You can, and you can hear them. You don't have to see them either. Yep. Like bacon in the pan. And that's a lot it's of crazy. At least it was last year, and I, I trust there'll be more this year. Right. I mean, it seems to me that every year we get... Warmer and warmer. Yeah, we get more southern species invading up up here. Uh, trollers were working the mouth of the bay last year for rock, like rockfish season was going on with Big Bunker and stuff, and they were getting green shrimp. I'm telling you, I'm keeping a bag of salted shrimp. Through the summer, you always should, my, my father did it with for a rockfish, for Keith, speckle trout, for whatever. Keith Eilert called a triple tail off saxes. Yeah, they're around, man. Yeah. Last they're year, around. Uh, three years ago, four years we, ago. We, we had one, we were doing the ship thing for Kobe last year, and I, we didn't have anything light enough. I'm like, throw something white at it or pink or whatever, yeah. try. And it was just, it didn't you saw care. It. You saw it? Yeah, oh, it was, <coughs> I mean, it, it, like have a, his head in a bucket or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I've gone on record. I've gone on record. It happens. It a happens. couple times on this podcast, is saying I think the rockfish's day it's it's going is, down is behind. It. I just think it's they're going. migrating north. Too. Yes, yeah. yeah. You, you have less and less fish yeah. spawning so, in the Chesapeake every year. Last fall, last fall, we're fishing for rockfish, and and I I like to think I'm halfway decent. In the fall rock fishery, I want to think that I'll I'm. I'll give you halfway. Yeah, that I'm, that <laughs> a little bit. I'll give you a little bit more. That I'm fairly clued into what's going on there. And past years, you know, I'm I'm looking for schools of 50, 80, 100 fish. That's they're the ones I'm going to fish. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when they show up on when they show up on the screen, you're like, there they are. Mm-hmm. This past year, 
I'm hunting schools, and it wasn't just me. Other other people I know that fish around the bay. I'm talking; they're doing the same thing. We're hunting fit. We're hunting schools of fish that are six, seven, eight fish. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. so that gets back to the electronic thing and the game we're playing sure. now. Uh, you know, so the the schools of fish are getting smaller. Uh, the the fish uh, are more stressed. They're not as healthy as they once mm-hmm. were. And listen. <coughs> I love to catch them. My God, I hope I catch some tomorrow. I'm planning on catching some tomorrow. I yeah. hope I do. Mm. But um, you know, in the fall, when the when it should be a guaranteed thing, rockfish you know. is, is a thing where you're like, you go catch everything else, yeah. yeah, and then you go catch the rockfish to finish it off, and that's done. In the in, the, po- in the Pokemon that saying, hasn't where, been where the, do that hasn't of my, been the pattern. In the Pokemon saying, where do most of my fishery? I did not have one bird play last year. That's crazy. In the Pokemon signed, that's I crazy. did not have a bird play last year. Huh. I had to work hard for the fish I caught. And my thing is, I'm watching. I'm on social media looking at this thing, and all these people are just killing, 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 well, killing. I mean, yeah, and I'm like, on social media, though, how many trips do they ever post where they don't catch anything? Sure. Well, that's, that's the true. other. That's that true. is a that's, that's true. true. That's when you see true. a sun, sunrise or me running with the sun at our stern, that's when we don't catch anything. Yeah, that's <laughs> shit. And I know. I'm, I, I, I want to call you out, everyone. So I'm like, yeah. Sun, you, can, you, can, you can call. You can call me out, but if you can, you're find running what, a, You're running a business. so yeah. I'm not gonna call you out. If you can find where I go, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> so we had a we had a really interesting bite in the fall, and it lasted like two days. Where there were good fish, like the eighty ninety fish school, but the it was like four turns working them. It wasn't it wasn't gulls, it yeah. wasn't gannets. It was like four turns. We had there's yeah. gannets out there right now. I and don't know if they got injured or they're not flying south or whatever or north this, or wherever they this go. Was just there's a gannets bite. out there right We're now. This is just a bite. Yeah. yeah, crazy amount of pelicans. This was a bite where the, the the bait was leaving the river and they were staging and we just we just knew you yeah. know and was, we knew where they were. It was cool. Yeah, and it was a cool. hellacious bite. But yeah, I, I just think that looking at the surface, you wouldn't be able to tell anything. No, I, I just think that just like the speckled trout, you're on the edge. You're on the northern edge of their fishery. I think you're becoming you're the becoming southern the southern edge, edge of the rockfish and you you're looking at a, a fish like the red drum who is resilient to low dissolved oxygen you're looking at a fish that can eat anything literally any better every year for and them. they're protected they have a protected slot which they're, is rock, they're in a game they're a, a the rockfish does not fish, like, so. god told me the other day he asked me do you think fish can do you think these red drum can feel pain i said any fish that eats a whole crab Cannot feel. Is a mouth like a rubber boot? Like his mouth like a rubber boot. And I I just cannot. uh, There's there's a kayak fisherman uh, by the name of uh, Kevin. How do you say his last name? Whitley. What? The kayak Kevin. Whitley. Whitley. Who? You know, he did this thing where he was like, "I'm going to document these fish that I catch because I feel like I catch these same bull reds over and over and over and over and over again." And this is a this is a gentleman that catches a lot of bull. And did he get one? Never, never repeated. Really? Never repeated. Yeah. So I mean, you know that this guy is out there in in the spring run when these fish and are pushing through doing. hard. He knows and, what and he's, he's doing. and he's hardcore. Like they're, they're it's not like hardcore. Like well, I I can't go Friday night. Like he's like no, I'm canceling everything for yeah. Friday night. He's Saturday, like length, Monday, girth, spot. Takes a photo yeah. of the spot. Full spreadsheet. Never repeats. Never repeats. That's crazy. So you know, I mean, like you would think, oh, this this is a forty six inch bull red. He's been caught seven times already. Maybe not. Maybe there's so friggin' many of them. I think yeah. we're lucky Maybe because not. that's what we have. A, just like the uh, special fish we talked about. Well, somebody talked about last <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that girl. But the thing is, we we get the bigger of the species because it's more temperate. It's not yeah. Our eighty degree water might be really, the more but it might be ninety five degrees where they should be seen. You know. What if we didn't have the red drum? 
What then? Yeah, no doubt, man. It would be oyster, bad. oyster toads. I'm here to tell you, blue the, cats. This pa- these pa- yeah, blue cats. Snakeheads. These snake past heads. two, I, I, I'm not going to argue with snakeheads. It's fun as shit, and we need to go do it. I'm, well, I, we I, we I, will. We will. About it, we will. But, it's just um, starting. It's just I'm here starting. to tell you though, these past few couple years, my, I mean, we've always done the speckled trout stuff. We've always done. Jerome has taken over my entire. Everything, because I, I think can it's go, a new predominant species. It is. Man. It really, I mean, I really yeah. think it is. From from an eighteen inch to a sixty inch fish, it, 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 it's always interesting. I spend most of my time chasing them. Yeah. 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 I mean, and it's it's and, it's and not the thing year is, round. It's not a thing that you. It could be. We just don't know it. It's a year. And I'm not saying I'm not saying the bulls, but I mean the, the those. The day that we went out this first, you were like, man, it's a little cold, it's a little cold. Uh, it was and we 50, went out, we called 70 it was, that day. It was 56 I mean, like, degrees. Caught, yeah, was the highest we saw. 70, 56 degrees. 70 puppy drama. And we caught 70. Just me and her. I caught, I caught, I caught my hurt. first red one this year on March the 25th. That's yeah. pretty wild. It was about that time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was about that time. It was 56 wild. degrees and, like, crazy tides. And I had 57 degree of water. I caught yeah. them in three feet of water. If, yeah. if, uh, if you put them side by side with the rockfish, man, it's hard it's to make not, an argument. There's no comparison. It's hard to make an no. argument for the rockfish. And, and what's other, funny... Other than a sentimental argument. Sure. For the rockfish. And what's, what's funny is, like, the people up north, I don't know, it was a, not in the Hudson River, but something up in Canada, they're, they're worried because the... Big rockfish are eating their their Atlantic run salmon. They're going up in these rivers to do whatever. They're pushing north. It's just going up. It's mm-hmm. like salmon. Rock, what you're complaining about rockfish? Like you should. The whole salmon it. industry is getting ready to go crazy sure. from Cook Industries and all their craziness. Not necessarily that. Uh, there are no more Chilean salmon coming north. They had a big algae bloom down there, <laughs> and uh, they. I put that in my pool. So what you're saying by crazy, you mean prices? Price wise, it's going to go up. Your salmon that used to be the six dollar fish is going to be a ten dollar fish coming up real soon. And what do you pay per pound for a rockfish? Seventeen dollars a day. Jesus Christ. Seventeen fucking dollars. For what? For rockfish? Yeah. Dude, I've seen this It's $22 a pound. $22 a pound. That all sounds insane to me. Well, the reason I've it's 17 right now is because... I need to get my commercial going on. Man. What's up? <laughs> the reason it's 17 right now, the only place that you can get them commercially, buy them, is in New York. Mm. Their, their commercial season's open. On June 1st, I think Maryland opens. Yeah. It'll so drop it back down. So that'll yeah. drop back down. But it's just, oh, you're not going to get $25 a pound. I'm not. Acme is. Acme you is. are going to get $25 a pound. You might get five. We're talking street value. Sure, here. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but no, like, for real, like, I mean, during summer, you can go to Harbor House and Seaford. It's crazy. And it's between $22 and $25 That's a pound. Insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. And for me and Amanda to eat, it's two pounds. So let me go get my boat and go into the Magathy. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll do top water all afternoon. I'm yeah, I mean, I, there, there's been a big push recently in the social media game to not to not keep these fish, and I get it. Like, but right now, man, it's one fish per person, and there's wow. a shutdown in the middle. Well, one fish per person recreationally, and there's a shutdown in the middle of the summer. It's like. <laughs> God damn it! Can I not just have a rockfish every now and again? Right. Like, True. You know what I mean? True. Like I get it. I well, get see, what's happening, but I had a guy the other I, day. The do not do not pressure me into saying I can't keep this rockfish. No, fish. but then again, so I think what they're basing it off of is not us. I think it's up north. So when you go up north, every fish is that for whatever reason they're in a certain spot. <coughs> 
Right. The, it's water quality, well, whatever because, else. That's because levels. you're watering your lawn and dumping your, all your crappy water into the bay and touché, poisoning it. Touche. We're over uh, here in the sound and, and right. we're living pristine. But you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Uh, they're, they're basing it off the, pop, the, the, the population the same uh, way as the elections or whatever else. Yeah. Wilmington, Delaware versus Seaford, Delaware. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. But. <laughs> Are you alright? He came, he came undone. He came undone. It's all good. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll get it. Put, put it in the hole, dude. But I, I mean, during, oh, during August, go. one of my favorite places to go to catch a rockfish yeah. is up north in a certain bay. Magazine. And I'm telling you right now, it's fire. And it's mid-August. in that bay. It's crazy. There I know, I know, I know. <sighs> and it looked like French onion soup. I think the problem it's, was we, we caught really good fish, fish immediately and they couldn't duplicate and like people got upset. I would never like, everyone's fish fishing like 25 feet of order. You did. It's in 3 to 5 feet of order. You did. And on top yeah. water. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. It's jerk bait and top water. Well, let's take your boat. What time of year is this? August. Oh, I'm catching sheep's head. I'm just saying, if you want to take, I go pick up a, a rod and go out there and uh, hey, I'm gonna go catch some rockfish. Today. Why? Why would you go north up there in all of that and catch a rockfish? If I have a business in or have it. business in that area, but you could catch a cobia <laughs> or spadefish <sighs> or Spanish. I have a 19 inch Maycraft or with a, a ballast this far off the 19 inch Maycraft, 19 foot Maycraft with a ballast this far off the water. The so I mean, like the, it's the sheepies. I look, I got a twenty. I don't do this shit. You, you need to teach you this. I mean, I don't do de- I don't do deep water. I don't. It's I don't, not that deep. CL, tell him. Is it past eight feet? Is it? Mm, is it is past, it past eight, eight feet? Maybe sometimes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not willing before. to say. So the I yeah. am in love. If it's with past the five feet, I usually. <laughs> the I mean, sheep said are amazing. I'll run a hundred miles to catch teeth. one big huh? speckle like trout. Teeth. They what? You like their teeth. I you do. Like, they're humans, so you used to the guys. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, these are Delaware teeth. Look at this. <laughs> but no, just, I, I mean, I'll run. Me and my father have run 80 to 100 miles in a day to catch one big speckle trap. So, like, that's that's our that's our life. That sheep's head is delicious. It, it is. is. It's really it good. Is. But it's we'll let that speckle trap would you out. take a picture yeah, and they're like, they're so good. I started dabbling in that a year or two ago, and it took me a little while to catch one but my god man there's as as far as table fare it's hard to beat the perch so hey (laughs) I have a buddy of mine who there's a taco in every fish yeah Yeah, a buddy of mine swears by the perch I like in March when nothing else is going on I'll go perch fishing with you March I tell you what look summer Summer, they're not in those rivers. They're they're out there, the same places you're catching everything else, and they're good. Yeah, and they're big. When they when when they eat a four inch paddle tail, they're big. Yeah, and they're 12, 13 inch perch. Yeah. I get it, man. They're they're good fish. They're delicious. <laughs> they're delicious. Every perch that comes in my boat usually is coming home. Taco. There's taco in every fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Marshall, I've got a couple of things here. All right. All right. So this is the, this is the three questions we've been asking folks. This is an ongoing. Oh my god! We're gonna yeah, we're gonna do it. We're, we're gonna, gonna do it. it. We're, we're gonna, gonna do it. it. So this is an ongoing uh, thing Both. with me, or with the whole group. We have three topics, <laughs> and everything's just trying to say Hooker versus Kyle in this whole thing. Just so you know. So be ready. It is what it is. All right. So speckled trout, good table fare or no? Uh, I'll eat them fresh. I will not freeze them. Why is that? They don't freeze well. Why is that? I don't know. But we're, 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 we're talking about... We're He's talking asking about, a question. You're making so many variables in this, okay? I've not entered any variables into this. I've asked why is that twice. There's not a better... In my opinion, and I think part of it is, 
because for me it's a highly prized game fish. Okay. Uh, I enjoy catching them, and it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy eating them. Uh, I, I like them broiled. I like them fried. Okay. I will not freeze them. Uh, they just, uh, as they freeze, they tend to get a little more soft. And, mm, that's uh, another word for would mushy. You, would you say right? mushy? I would say mushy coming out of the freezer. Right. But when you eat them, <laughs> say fr- we don't freeze. When you when you eat them fresh, they're nice and firm. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Hey, hey, well, I think that's what was that word? Firm. Ah. I think CL's teeth are getting soft in his age. Did that just cut your heart? Did you cut your heart? I got good. I got good teeth. <laughs> All right. Now let me break this next one down. All right. No. Let Dave address the question Dave first. Dave cannot address the question. And he'll, and he'll, he, and he'll give you an opportunity. He politicizes, politicizes it to himself. So he's political. He You're really a self-politicizer. Is. Go. Send it, Dave. You just said no. Now you're telling me yes. Go. You're like a woman. Right. Ah, a woman. <laughs> Do you really mean yes? <laughs> no means yes. No means yes. Yes means no. <laughs> Jesus. Palomino Christ. <laughs> so if you were if you were in a, a uh, environment where a full grown grizzly bear were to happen upon Oh, this is one of my ago. Just let him go. I know. Were to, I know. Up, were to I know. happen upon a full grown Silverback gorilla, and they decided that they had an altercation to deal with. Who would win? I wouldn't be around to find <laughs> out. You know, that's the type of environment I would remove myself from. <laughs> so I think that's a neutral response. That's neutral. Kyle has some fresh developments. Fresh developments. Yeah. And what? I thought you were talking about a line. Oh, oh, well, well, that's well, what I thought about fit into this podcast? <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't. You have no idea. It's an ongoing thing. I would withdraw myself from that environment because... I did also learn that a male silverback gorilla has three times the bite strength of a lion. Of a lion, which is nothing like a grizzly Oh, you said bear. a male silverback gorilla. Yes. Well, the last encounter I had with a female silverback gorilla. <laughs> oh, God, stop. Where was that at? The is this a local water hole? Full circle or was that at the, 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 the island or the point you want me to come <laughs> to on the 26th? Was it Fox? <laughs> <laughs> <And> Perry Hawkins? <laughs> so on to the last one. <laughs> You gotta give me a minute on that one. He's got right, some firm so so and a snoot. <laughs> I know this woman. He's got, <laughs> he got some firm and the, the snoot. <laughs> so the idea with the, the the gorilla and the grizzly bear is that Kyle thinks a, gr- a gorilla would uh, overcome and and dispatch a grizzly bear, which I find to be absolutely ridiculous. I so. think I think if a, if a gorilla got a hold of. With As his thumbs, with his thumbs, Kyle. No, if you got a hold of him, period. They if probably it was do an the embrace, too busy texting. A, a very sensual embrace. He will catch no grizzly. That's the, it. The gorilla doesn't. Uh, the gorilla doesn't have claws. Exactly. It has thumbs. It, do- <laughs> it can grab. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> it can grab. CL. Now CL has got his head on the bar. <laughs> now look. Now I did learn also that that a gorilla has very much like human-like skin, where it's <laughs> it's very thin and it can slice it. Now. Right. If a gorilla gets inside of that and it can grab him, yeah, it's over. It's over, <sighs> dude. I think you're it's way over. off. Base. Yeah, but, but he, the the grizzly doesn't they even have to touch the gorilla. moose with his face. I understand, but a he fucking gorilla can snap its hand. Snap, no. no, it does not. It does. It eats leaves and bananas, <laughs> and it's scared uh-huh. of the rain. Is it a carnivore? It, it is it's scared a gorilla? of the rain. No, it's not. It, it, I don't believe it is. It's a herbivore, right? Herbs. It, it is scared of the rain. 
<laughs> it's scared it of the rain. Uh, so a girl is a grizzly bear. Don't give a shit. In about twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, what? I, I told you I like my steak. We're going to get one. Oh, okay. Right. Anyway, next next topic. <laughs> All right. So if I know you do not have one on your boat, Mr. Marshall, but uh, a trolling motor. If you were to get a trolling motor on the bow of your boat, would you use a remote control? Or would you use a foot pedal to before give him a chance? Before you answer, why do you keep influencing our now, now before, man. because you keep pushing the fact that I'm only using. I've said nothing. <laughs> he said not. He said he gave him. No, like, no, no. Gave I'm, him not two saying, I'm not saying tonight. I'm saying I you keep like, pushing the fact that I only use a trolling or a, a pedal. Do you feel I don't like he already to. knows he's losing? Now listen, no, yeah. no, <laughs> no, because Andrew Talls is a great man. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> yeah, I like Andrew. What's so Andrew so, so everyone keeps pushing the fact that I'm only using a I'm only using a pedal. I'm not. I'm saying you're using shit other than a remote because you don't own a pedal yet. Yeah, because you can't get them right now because because nobody wants them. The national shortage garbage. of everything. So anyway, the national shortage of troll motor pedals. Hey, quiet over there. <laughs> so these remotes, you have to literally take them to turn them and do whatever else. Mm-hmm. If you're going up a creek. And when I mean creek, I mean like shallow creeks for rockfish or whatever else. You're running this this remote, and you cannot do that without hitting the button, doing whatever else, and turning it, right? (laughs) So now, would you rather do that with a pedal where you can just sit here and keep casting and run it with your foot or hit the button? Don't talk. (coughs) Well, let me say this. I haven't said a word. First off, I don't have one. (laughs) But if you did. And secondly, I I, I want one. Yes. Okay. Uh, you should get one. And, I, and I'll have one. But you really should because they're badass. I'll, I'll own one. I'll own one. <laughs> um, it'll be a Minn Kota, and uh-huh. uh, it'll come from Seahawk, I'm pretty sure. Hey, Matt. Yes. Thanks, Matt. Hey, I need to get back for my warranty shit on there. Matt, Mr. Right. Dean, and Alan Ring, you're doing God's work. So I will have one. And I think for me, the biggest asset would be uh, the spot lock. Yes, yeah. it, it, it is. Because I'm, I know where I'm going to fish. And I'm not, the, you know, as far as I, I know the places I'm going to go. Yes. And just being able to hold myself there would be a tremendous asset. So with with or without the pedal, you still have spot lock. Right. I don't think I'd be a pedal guy. I think I'd be a remote guy. And I'll tell you why. Because the first thing I would do is I would probably map the shoreline and I would have it run a route down the shoreline. But you me. have to have a hummingbird unit to do that. No, you, you don't. Do, you, you can do, do not with a Garmin. Six, yeah, you, you can six, do it with any of those. Six routes. You have six yeah. routes. <clears throat> but what I would tell you is, if you're going to get a Minn Kota, spend the extra money and get the one that links with a Hummingbird, because yes. you will eventually yes. get a Hummingbird. I, I, I've done. I, I did that two months ago. <laughs> yes. But that's what I would do. I mean, I mean, for me, the biggest, the biggest asset that I see right now, because I don't have one, so would be the spot lock and being able to, to be able to anchor in one place. So on your seventh route, give them a second. Your seventh, your seventh route that you can't map it. You should know. I don't know. I don't know one. So it's. it's I'm I, just saying. You have to run said, with a remote. He's already said remote. If you're running a route that you would take like clients you are, to, you lost again, perhaps. Sir. You're one for seven. So what I'm going to say. I don't have one. So, and right. Andrew Tolls does not have a, a, a bow mount trolling motor either. No. So, you know. so I will say this to you, CL. When you get the trolling motor and you, the spot lock, I will tell you will be. You'll use it far less than you think you will. I yes, feel, I feel I like agree. I'm at a technological disadvantage with you guys. <laughs> no, you know? when you go to wreckfish, I've, got, I've got the old hummingbird, the black and white screen. <laughs> I've got Flash that. finder. Yeah. I thought I thought the biggest thing with that whole it's remote not, thing was going to be the spot lock. It's not. It's not because I'll, I'll I'll point the boat in a direction and hit the end. 
the end yeah, and it's heading lock. runs it. Yeah. Heading lock is what yes, you use yes. more way more it's than pretty spot critical. Lock. Yes. Yeah, but I, pretty when critical. you get to fish you hit spot lock. My fall but fishing day is probably a little bit different than y'all's. I'm I'm up a lot of small creeks and stuff, and you know I'm I'm fishing specific turns. So when you got to hit that I, turn, and when I you will, hit the next turn, I will what you tell do? you that you once you get into it, you will not use the spot lock as much yeah. as you. The think one you I have now works really well. I've got a grappling anchor. I just drop off the stern, yeah. and uh, it's pretty. And the other thing I with, with the spot lock is <laughs> the spot lock's great, but it doesn't position the boat where you want it to be. It, it does once you learn. You get some time with it. Like I was fishing Tog at the at the Baybridge Tunnel, and I mean, obviously this is not a visual podcast, but I was spot locked, and at this block wall behind me was a piling. I had my hand like this on the piling, and I was jigging the piling. Like, yeah, so, and, that, and that's fine. But I'm saying like and, and if, I, the boat never fishing, moved. If you're fishing a shoreline and you and you catch a fish and you want to spot lock there, you spot lock it. Well, whatever direction the wind is facing is where the back of your boat is going to be. Right. I so just drop the anchor off the of the boat. Touche. Yeah, but I, I tell you, I had, spot, I had a trolling motor envy when I saw you named Bon Tangier last year. Oh, when I pulled up on the wreck yeah. and I was like, beep boop. Yeah, <laughs> I really feel like and, and, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's there's no thinking. It's just a, a button. Here's where that was actually you left, and right after that we caught those sheep's. Yeah, I did. I almost got it. Uh-huh. I went and do other stuff. <laughs> Wait, whatever, man. I almost got a Tarova, and, and, and truthfully, that, now there's a Tarova. Apparently, it's exploded now. So you cost me fifteen hundred dollars. So anyway, <laughs> you need the Altera. I'm sorry. So anyway, but it is really cool to walk up to a, go up to a spot and hit a button and then the trolling goes. You know how impressive it is to the people that you hit the button. They're like, "Holy crap, it's doing something!" Like, well, yeah, I mean, know. just just Thanks from a wreck, just from a wreck fishing standpoint, if you are to pull up to spot X, it has Why a wreck. Why would you want a wreck fish? It's nothing. It's horrible. I know. I get it. But what I'm saying is, it's like if you were gonna drop. You won't catch fish, you'll catch AIDS. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, um, God. <laughs> if you're going to drop wrong an anchor... <laughs> too much time in Baltimore. It's that fireman, fireman shit. Just from a sheer black and white standpoint, if you are going to wreck fish and you're going to drop anchor on a wreck, you are, by definition, up current of that wreck. When you are fishing with a trolling motor you are by definition down current yes. of that wreck yes so you can toss into the wreck from the down current side and fish those fish that are sitting in the eddy of the wreck which is a have more of a total, natural natural presentation total total game changer yeah because yeah. i mean when you're on the up current side you know that the fish might be around that point or around that turn or in a little eddy or this out of the other right. right when you you can put that trolling motor right on top right on top of that wreck and just say, I want to stay right here and just vertical drop. And you can broadcast is, too. Like, like oh, I think they moved an anchor into sure. a wreck. Yep. You know? You're not disturbing whatever they're Give focused on. Lost. <laughs> In the words of Steve, full disclosure, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, I it's like, a game changer. I like the nav button where you just point it and go. It's good. Heading I on. don't like it for small creeks. I don't. I, I know. I know. Sure. And I, I'm, I'm, it's a so. different thing. It's whatever you want to do. If you're fishing the bow, and you're running it too, cool. But like for me, like I'm sitting at the helm, like boop. Yeah, boop, and, that, and that's boop, different for you boop. because you're, you, right. your clients are fishing. Right. So it's it's it's. But I'm telling you, like the the Altera auto deploy stuff. I don't oh, ever have badass. to. Once once you start your day and you put the the stanchion down, it feels so good. You're just like beep, that's beep, seventy. Beep. That's seventy two <laughs> inch. <laughs> How's it go? Beep, beep. <laughs> I mean, it's, it just that seventy two inch needs the stanchion because I've hit the deck most <laughs> like. Have you broken any more of those little mounts? No, sir. 
Because I put it down because I think logically. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Mr. Marshall is uh, in on... I'm going to say he's in on the grizzly bear. So uh, we're we're, he's, we're 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 and even. he's he's on your side on the trout. So we're and even. he's on my side with the trolling motor. So again, I'm you're one out of three. I feel like there was a there was a half and half in there somewhere. We never it's asked only the ladies. Three. It's only three. So there's no half and half. I don't care. You're losing. <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying this natural light way too much to care. All right, so we're coming up on two hours here. So we want to do the uh, the big three here. Yep. Apologies, yep. take backs, and compliments. Damn, that was flawless. Hey, he got it that time. He did. I, I can't do it. Right? You want a compliment? No. Chartreuse. Look at his pile of aluminum. Well, he's, he's being. Oh, what a pile of what? Al- aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> this man cannot say aluminum. To say it's aluminum. But I'm just saying, there's a teacher in Seaford that said aluminium. Aluminium. She must be British. British. <laughs> so I've always said ever since I was like aluminium. <laughs> I'm saying it every time. Okay, who says what? All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, apologies, take backs, and compliments. Uh, apologies again in this this podcast. Nobody apologizes, so I got nothing. Mm. I apologize for nothing. Mm. I live my life. Footloose and fancy free. Mask free. Yes, mask yes, free. Yes, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Lowe's still freaks me out a little bit. There's a there lot was a lot of burning Lowe's. things tonight. Like, like mask burning events tonight. Oh, was there? Wow. Yeah. Tonight and tomorrow. Mm. Where? Mm, over there, Southern Way. Southern Way is that way. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Northern Way. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Delaware no, Northern, Way. No, well, they're Maryland still. So same n- difference. No mm. apologies for me. Uh, I think I got through this one pretty clean. Uh, <laughs> I did say jerking off the sandpaper. That was really bad. <laughs> and you said it's like that. I'm pretty happy now. I didn't. Drop <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's good for me. Yeah, it is pretty damn solid. <laughs> fucking yeah. ACLs. Fucking A. <laughs> well, wait, I, I'm, I don't feel that anymore. Uh, zero. None. Uh, compliment CL, you are uh, you are always the silver tongue devil. You are <laughs> I don't know about you, that. you are uh, you are a lot of fun to talk. I was warned to not bring my girl here. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. He said, can, he said, "Can I bring my girlfriend here?" I said, "Not unless you want to lose her." <laughs> <laughs> so how, how old is she? <laughs> her fine ass is thirty. Jesus. So, yeah. That was the day. Somebody called me today and they said, "Hey, can you take uh, my daughter out for a boat ride in, in, on a Memorial Day weekend?" And my first, the first words come out of my mouth was, well, how old is she? <laughs> God. And, and, and then I said. Reel it back in. Reel it back in. And I, and I said, I know that sounds kind of creepy, but I need to know if I'm dealing with a, you know, right. a 10-year-old or a 22-year-old. He was, well, she's bringing a bunch of uh, her college friends with us. Yes. Your answer is yes. Oh. Yes. We're going to yes. be fine. <laughs> uh, we're going to take on a Williams Point cruise. I booked the trip and cash the check. We're good to go. I won't be there because I'm not allowed. Uh, Hurry up, please. Uh, and Steve no. won't be there either. Trust I got me. no take backs. I got no apologies because, you know, I'm like Papa. I am what I am. You know? <laughs> I got it, man. And then about compliments? compliments. No compliments. I want to thank you guys for coming out tonight, man. Oh, thank yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for coming down to the P City. You know, spend some time in the old Quarantiki here. Peace this is City. fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't uh, you know, look too close because there's some building. I'm, I, there's a lot of things I am, but a, a builder, and it's not one of them. But, uh, hey, I, you know, I may be a home inspector, hey, but I'm, I'm a hereditary right now. I'm good. Yeah, so, did you notice I was missing a hurricane strap uh, over here? I did. I did. I actually did. Yeah. <laughs> then I got a post that goes to nowhere. <laughs> it works though. It's got it's got shit hanging from it. We're good. That was my layout guy. He just did a shitty job. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Yikes. 
apologies, carnacetics. Uh, no, prophylactics. Uh, apologies. I do have to uh, Brad Foxwell, Captain Brad Foxwell. Um, that was a little harsh earlier. So, well, what? you know, in full disclosure. Well, I didn't want to mention him by name, but I mean, he wasn't here to say. Yeah, sure, you can. But my thing is, Brad, he don't listen we were complimenting the shit out of him. Sure, sure. Well, complimenting his machine. But, but I, have, I have Brad's old boat. Yes, yes you, you do. do. We you do have it? Yes, yeah, sitting that's right it. over there. You didn't know that? He I bought, I, he well, bought well, the Mayfield for Brad. What? Yeah, the Mickey, yeah, the, the first time I met Brad, the first time I ever met Brad was in that boat. And he was pantsless. Right over there. And we hit the chop tank. They both were pantsless. And his first cast, like, he was like, man, how do you fish a chop tank? I'm like, well, because a lot of people don't, not taking anything away from him, because chop tank is a tough, it can be really good or really tough. It can be fussy. And I'm like, man, this right here, and his first cast in that boat, he was like, I was like, man, we might do okay. You know, well, that was quick. Like, I mean, just, I mean, you know, it was awesome. The other night, the other night, we spent some time with it over there. I was coming back. Oh, I, I, I might delay in it for a little bit. <laughs> we, were, we were coming back from behind uh, Smith has, Island. It hasn't it, been washed since he bought it. Oh, God. It has. <laughs> uh, we were coming back from Smith Island the other night, and it was uh, it was southwest about 25, and I go and see, and it was, it was. I'm here to tell you right now, that boot is a monster. It was pretty shitty, and I tell you what, I was really upset because my windshield got wet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that boat is a monster. Yeah, it's a great boat, and it's great for what I do. It's great. I I can you know, I can take it in the ocean. It's a great. I can take it up in the shallows. Mm-hmm. It's a very versatile boat, uh, and I'm you know it's, that's the boat I always wanted. And when when Brad uh, he rebuilt it mm-hmm. and did a great. And he, I got to tell you, he did a great job. He did not yeah. cut any corners with he it. He didn't put a bottle opener on it. No, he didn't. No, put a he bottle didn't. Brad, <laughs> but, uh, damn it! I, I noticed you did that addition. And I, and I'm going to say classic Brad. Still, uh, classic Brad. It had drywall screws right in the gunnel. It's fine. It did not have enough drink holders in it for me and my crew. That's for sure. So we added like. 15. You may, not know this, you may not know this about Brad, but he's not a big beer drinker. He's That's not. Fine, he's a very know. fruit. If you have fruity drinks, Brad will be there. He like yeah. It's but, like, uh, it's like a fly attractant. This but. boat's <laughs> in a great boat for me, and, uh, and I hope to, you know, I'll own it for a long time. And, uh, no, that's a bad that, go, that goes back to the work that he did to rehab it, you know, yeah. and that's a... Uh, uh, we went, we went fishing out of Eastern Bay, and we went out to <sighs> Poplar one day. <sighs> and uh, the French onions. We were on our way... He's learning. He's he found the green button. He found it. <laughs> but like we were all the way back in it, and it was just beating it, and just Brad put the trim tabs down on that thing, and it was just like, it was like a damn tank. And I was like, man. Well, the other day I was going to run through this little ditch that takes you from uh, Masonga Street to Saxes, and there was another boat coming, and it's only one channel's wide enough mm-hmm. for one person. So I came off the throttle, and I stopped, and you know, and my motor's throwing up mud. I'm like, shit, you know, I got to wait for this guy to get through. Right. So I did, but uh, I put the trim tabs down, and just. Picked and she just popped it right up, and we yep. ran through there a foot and a half of water. It's a badass boat. It mm-hmm. really is. So. Yeah, I mean, she's no sea crab, but she's all right. She's not. A, yeah, no, listen. Oh by the God. way, yeah, you keep wondering every time you come to Pokemon, I see the, I see, uh, I tend to. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about yes, this. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, Perfect. So there. <laughs> CL apparently has Dave's launched. bothered by this deeply. CL be. has apparently he launched a, uh, a a startup company in uh, tracking <laughs> equipment. This son of a bitch! Every time I come through Pokemon, I, I shit you not, I came through. I came through with the cover on my motor, and he, I don't sooner get through Pokemon. Yeah, not that sense, by the my way. My phone pops up. CL Marshall on my phone. I hit the button. I'm like. What's up, CL? He's like, you think just because you got that cover on your motor, <laughs> you can sneak through my town? 
Where are you headed, son? <laughs> and then the other day, you tried to sneak through. Yeah, so I snuck. I come through on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. I come through on Wednesday. I left the motor cover home. Come through Pokemo. Come through the light. What do you think happens? My phone pops uh-huh. up. CL Marshall. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he has, hey, CL, what's up? You think you gonna try something different? <laughs> and you left the condom off that motor this time? I still see you. He's gonna put one of them honor honor boxes up there. I just, was like, what like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> I cannot get like th- Travis Tritt said, if it happens on the dance hall floor, I ain't God, gonna miss it, dude. I cannot get through this town. He had legal flares on the boat this time. I did. I, nice. I, I, you know what? Yeah. I never even looked at my other flares. You should dude. look at those. <laughs> you should look at those. Yeah. I can't get through this town without CLC. Uh, it ain't just you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my don't wife's like, me, it's she's, she's like, maybe you should paint your boat a, a less, a or less. like not three colors. It's, yes, it oh. is three colors of blue. Yeah, and green. And well, white. you got you got CL on, on the uh, what's this? The uh, west side, southwest side, and you got Jamie on the uh, northeast side. So, mm-hmm. so like Dave's can... going fishing. I'm like, how do you know this boat? Like, who said this? Jimmy. Oh, did he? Yeah. So, bitch, I can't. I gotta you buy, can't get through this town. I got to bypass Pokemon. <laughs> totally, man. Totally. Old, old Jimmy's like, well, that, that, I know you know that guy. We got the, the silver dodge. I said, yeah, this is the boat you got to look for. He might yeah. take. He, he might take. He spotted me. Yeah. Damn Everyone it. spots you. Jimmy's trouble, man. Watch out. <sighs> let me let me show you this tracking device on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you tripped me out, man. I was like, I cannot get through this damn town. Yeah. So so go ahead, Kyle. Hit you with the big three. Hit us with the big three. What's the first one again? <laughs> Carnuba. <laughs> the women. Apologies. Chartreuse. Takebacks, take compliments, take and apologies. I take back nothing. Obviously. That's sure. what you do sure. every time. Sure. Um, I didn't do my compliments. CL, thank you for having us at your, oh. your quarantine chat. Compliments. Yeah. Let me compliment. Quarantiki. Sorry, I'm sorry. A- a- anyone in this podcast ever seen Jurassic Park? And yes. The, the old guy with the little, like, amber or maple, whatever it is, amber... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Name another stripper. Cinnamon. One of them. Amber. One of them. Jurassic Park. Little mosquito in the CL's fly captures in his man. bar. <laughs> is like, this you know, isn't a compliment. Like, in ten, it, it, oh, 50 years, we're getting some DNA out of these some bitches and making a velociraptor. <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to be fly <laughs> DNA, bro. Yeah, I, I could have sanded them out, but they had character. I, I would never change the thing. This is awesome. Uh, so anyway. Oh, <laughs> Well, anyway, I don't have any uh, earphones right now. <laughs> we can still um, hear you. Keep talking. And then, what else? So, apologies, none. Compliments. Compliments, man. This, this, that was a compliment. Okay. I mean, he, he never gives anything on these. <sighs> no, never. It's not, mm. it's not my job. <laughs> it's not my job. <laughs> All right. So, CEO, give us the, give us the uh, elevator pitch on your books. Well, uh... If you're interested in any, well, first off, they're just as Eastern shorts they get. Uh, you know, they're Absolutely. straight up. They're short stories, uh, and they're you know based on real life events that had happened. Um, you know, over the course of my hunting and fishing career, uh, the first one, just which is not even half over. I know. I got a long way to go, guys. <laughs> you know, we're going tomorrow. I can't wait to see what happens. And that's the cool thing about it. You know, every Absolutely. time you go fishing or every time you go hunting, it's always something different. Uh, and it's, maybe it's the people, maybe it's the events, maybe it's the dog work. It, it's all different, and uh, it's pretty cool. You know, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm just blessed, and we're all blessed to be able to do that. Uh, the books. You know, they're short stories about real life events. Like I said, uh, you can pick them up. Uh, you can hit me through Facebook. I'll be able to be happy to uh, provide you with them. Uh, you can buy them on Amazon. You can buy them at 
pretty much any reputable tackle shop has them. Anu Island uh, Tackle has them up in Kent mm-hmm. Island. Uh, those guys do a great job. You can pick them up at Seahawk, Winks, any of those stores. Uh, they're available there. Can I test you with the names of the books if people want to look them oh, up? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the cookbook uh, is a, the cook. <laughs> that's, that's the one I want. I want the I cookbook want is, uh, is out of print right now. I do have uh, a couple thousand coming in next week. Ooh, uh, they are thousand. Uh, yeah, it's the monster. Flex. Hashtag flex. Let me just go here and just startle it. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the cookbook is a taste of Eastern Shore living. Uh, that's a, that's a, it's just a, it's a great local cookbook. We have that. Uh, we'll have that next week. I'm excited about that. Uh, that the. the uh, Chesapeake Bay Duck Hunting Tales was the first one I wrote. Uh, Hunting and Fishing in Chesapeake, and then uh, this last one, Chesapeake Bay Door Tales. You know, and I got to tell you, the the, the the stories I wrote, and uh, Paul Bramble did a lot of the photography with them, and the, the pictures that he took really match up well with the stories. He's a great photographer, he's a great man, and uh, I'm pleased to have his involvement. The sketches are from Joyce North, Joyce Northam, a childhood friend of mine, and they're little rustic uh, sketches that kind of fit right in with the with the, with the old style stories that were. Uh, that, that we have in the books. Um, but the books, they just reflect a way of living on the Eastern Shore that, uh, you know, will be disappearing soon. And uh, we just wanted to chronicle that and celebrate all things Chesapeake. And that's what it's about. I, I feel like everyone on this table is going to do everything they can to not let it disappear. No, we can't because... So, it, it, it's sad. It really is. And it, it, to see these kids not see what it was when we grew up is mm-hmm. wild to me. It really well, is. Think of the shit we've seen and then like think of the shit the CL seen. Like it's, right. it's a mean, whole it's, yeah, generational yeah. Yeah. difference, yeah. you know? Yeah, it sure. is, but you know the thing about it is Is it know, ever really that much different though? Well it evolves. You know, yeah. it evolves. And you've yeah. got and you've got a, you know, like we were talking earlier and it's in the seventies and eighties we were bottom fishing. Now we're fishing for cobias and we're sight casting cobias. We're looking for redfish. We're looking for mm-hmm. uh, black drum with speckled trout, you know, we're, we're doing that. Uh, and the style of fish has changed a lot. Uh, and that's the cool thing about it. You know, you adapt. Mm-hmm. You know, you adapt and you find what's going to work. And what works for me might not work for you. You got your own thing. Steve's got his own thing. You got your own thing. You know, mm-hmm. we, do, we do it differently. But, you know, there's a lot of commonality to it. And, um, Especially when I see you on a wreck, I'm like, God damn, see all Marshall. No, Why are you gonna keep talking about these wrecks? <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the thing about it that I've, I think I've enjoyed most about it in the years that I've been doing is the fact that the people I got to meet. You know, uh, I've got to meet some really cool people. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and you, you guys have too. Yep. Uh, you know, there's some people that uh, that you kind of gravitate toward. Right. And, and for me, it's folks that are interested in the outdoors. They're people who give a shit. You know, we might not always share the same opinions. We might not always share the same uh, ideas about what we need to do moving forward whether it be conservation or whatever but again you give a shit and but, then, and then, and but we all give a shit yes, yes. Right. we all do we, right. we give a shit in various ways yeah. uh, you know you might not you might not agree with what this conservation group does you might you might say well this guy does it better well fine we're all in the same game mm-hmm. you know we're all interested in the same outcome how we get there is up to us to figure out mm-hmm. well, I'll tell you what if you need help I got a 10 year old that you can take you can just I'll just drop them off if make them work. Make them three work. or four o'clock in the morning. You can take them and do whatever you need to do. Well, I'll tell you. If, uh, uh, thanks for that option. I will take you up on that. Uh, I'm telling you, about, you about grass go Because yeah, come September, you know, I've got about 14 duck blinds to build, mm. and uh, I could use a little help there. I promise you, he will be right there with you because yeah. he enjoys that. He does enjoy. I'll tell that you shit. what, Bubba, call me on that because <laughs> uh, I'm in desperate need of. I've been out of the duck hunting. I haven't bought a stamp in two years. Well, the thing that you, you should do it anyway, Dave. You're a bad conservationist. I know. I, 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 is, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just the duck hunting that I knew has changed, and I've had a hard time. It's all black ducks. It's all. 
Uh, we used to slay black. We used that. to slay black ducks in Elliot's Island, but they were all fish eaters and they tasted terrible. Yeah, yeah. My, 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 just been in hunting. It's changed so much, you know. Yeah. Like we, I talked about earlier, we were shooting canvasbacks in uh, November. You know, now you know, teal and wood ducks take up a big part yeah. of, of what we do. The di- you know, I, I got a diver rig of three or four hundred over there that I didn't deploy last year. I didn't no. use them because I didn't have the opportunity. Here. Right. No. Uh, you, know, you get one goose. You need one goose a day. I, I, and, yeah, uh, after that, it's yeah. over with. Right. So you know, for us, you know, the. <laughs> You'll eat real well if you go duck hunting with us. I can, pretty, <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you of that. Uh, a lot of our blinds don't have kitchens in them. You know, we it's a big, it's a social event as much as sure. it's a hunting type. That's thing. what I always loved about duck hunting over deer hunting is I would show up and there would be scrapple and eggs and cigars and coffee and you know we should talking and this that and the other. We should do. Can, can we do a podcast from the blind? Oh yeah. No, no reason not to. We could so, do Phantom Power through there. So let yeah. me tell you what these guys did to me. We were in the uh, Eastern Church of God uh, goose hunt. If you've never, oh done yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. should do yep. that. It's, a, it's it. a big yeah. fundraiser up there. So we're in Madison and we're hunting in some blind. And, oh, uh, I know that area well. I had yeah. to go. To, I've never heard of it. I had to go to lunch <laughs> in Easton because I had mm-hmm. a little speaking engagement to do there uh, over lunch. So we hunt that morning. We shoot. And uh, prior to leaving, um, the, this father and son they go to the. Um, I'll leave, I'll leave you with this one. So they, uh, they oh, I, have, I have one more thing I want to they, talk to they you about. They go into the kitchen. <laughs> they go into the kitchen to get to get to get up. I think we cook some deer tenderloin or whatever. Mm. So they go to get that. So I took the the shells out of the chamber of their guns. Right. <laughs> so they come back out. Here come four geese. I'm like, hey, God, go ahead. Here they come. You and your boy take them. Take them. Yeah. So they they <laughs> they jump up to shoot the geese, and of course their their, their shells aren't chambers. They got nothing. So me and Donnie Porter and uh, some, <laughs> some other people we clean them up, and, and they're pissed, right? So after that, I leave and I go to to Easton to the Church of God. I do what I got to do there, and I come back. And no sooner than my ass got back in the blind. Geese are coming, so I pull out the old Eastern Shoreman. They got you. Oh, I pull they out the, got oh, you. They, 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 they thought this out. Uh, and this was good. You know, I give them credit. So, <laughs> so they had taken, I got one of those old wooden Eastern Shoremans, you know, not the yeah, acrylic. Yeah, I'm a wood yeah, guy. Yeah. And I got like the tone in it. I can get. They took your guts out. Because the acrylics no. are higher pitch. What they did was they took and put the mouthpiece of it and they sucked it into Tabasco sauce. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. So, oh, this was classic. This was so good. So, I put, it, I put it out of my mouth and I start calling and I'm like, Ticka, ticka, ticka. And the geese are coming and the tears are running out of my eyes. I'm like, I'm not going to let these summer bitches get to me. So I kept calling and it was burning me. It was killing me. So the geese come, take them. They shoot the geese. You know, I put the call down and there's a, a bag of combos. You know, the pretzel things. Yeah. Right there beside. I'm like, ah. So I grabbed a handful of them and put it in my mouth. They had pulled the combos out of the bag because they knew I was going to reach for that. And they put sausages in there, the dog treats. So I got all my these guys are rolling in the floor, you know, because they had, they had pieced this thing together because they knew exactly what I was going to do. That was one of the best pranks that anybody's ever pulled on me, other than the one that uh, that uh, Willis Redden pulled on me one night, and he jacked my truck up when I was trying to leave. I put it in gear, and the tires were off the ground. That's a whole other story. So before we hit the outro music, I want you to walk us through what you consider to be a true... Eastern Shore Slam. Oh. Uh, right? Now, I oh. just hit uh, yeah. that's a, that's right. a good. No, hey, hold on. No, he knows what one. I'm talking about, no. and you're not going to know what I'm talking about. A true Eastern Shore I, Slam. I need you to walk me through each leg of it. It's and, really and hard. It's really hard to accomplish, too. It's tough. Yeah. And I need, so it, obviously, there's a lot of hydration involved. 
There's a lot to it. First part of November is probably your best chance at it if it's cold. Well, yeah. uh, there's Maybe. an October season that works real well, but uh, <laughs> this was actually mentioned in one of my books. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it was. was and I the end of October. It's a true Easter sugar. And I, first off, I'm I've, gonna, compl- I've completed it twice. I'm going to quote uh, one of my favorite bands, Molly Hatchet, in, okay. uh, in the song Flirting for Disaster, and I'll preface it with this. It ain't for everybody. No. Okay. My but, wife is going to hear this and know that I, I'm going to say before he explains it, I've completed it twice. A day is gonna, 24 hours, by the way. Yeah. You and realize she's wonder, you just lit a fire in my ass, and I'm going to complete it. Oh, well, you're going to have fun this one. It's Here, hard. Here's what it is. Get it's hard. on the floor. So it's you hard. wake up in the morning, and you go shoot a lemon of ducks. Right. Right. A lemon. So, hold on, before you get started, I I substituted one leg of this for sporting sporting clays. Whatever works for you. (laughs) A limit of sporting clays, gotcha, Dave. You'll understand. You wake up in the morning, you shoot a lemon of ducks. Right. Right. Middle of the day, you go play a little golf. Mm. That was my substitution. Right. Sporting clays, I'm with you. I'm with you. Afternoon, catch a limit of rockfish. A limit. A limit. A limit. And then at night, have a wife that's cooperative. That's an Easter Shore slam. That's an Easter Shore slam. Twice. And you think about it, where else? That's can, hard, where, son. You can't do that many places. But you, keep, really, you see, realize people keep, are doing keep, one up of that. Keep your tarpon as well. Here's my thing, though. Keep your tarpon as well. Keep a rockfish. No, a limit. The uh, limit is kind of easier. That's kind of easier. But what I'm saying is, no, it hasn't. But hold on. Is keeping the woman away from. That's the easy one. I, I can't keep her away from it. I can't keep her away from it. So like, how it do I seems keep? Like, no, you you're seeing it as a problem. I'm seeing it as a solution. You've got the limit of rockfish and the woman in the same spot. Yeah, <laughs> but you say, you, you pull the kid to come home to her being happy. And she'll be no, happy. No, there's no happiness. I think it's you're just missing. Just, I think you're missing the goal here. Kyle. What am I missing here? They're, they're four separate events. Right. Yes, yes. I, I, I would be fine with the, with, the, with the golf things. <laughs> My stepfather used to own a driving range in Seaford, and I used to be decent at golf. Okay. Now I would not try. But anyway, I, 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 I'll go play that. I substituted the golf for the sporting clays. Yeah. And that's probably uh, you know, makes sense. Can, another, I like one, that makes sense. another one you can do, too, is you know you can do the, the limited ducks, mm-hmm. shoot a deer, that's, yeah. the that's, one. The one. that's, that's the one. That's the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. The, the deer's the contingent. And then catch the rockfish. You didn't say. You didn't say. You didn't say buck. You didn't say doe. So yeah. you have to pick right. your time. Right. It's very difficult. It's hard. But how do you? Ha- but the deer so, takes the wife so, out so of the. The wife can or cannot be there. No, she's only involved in one part of it. One le- <laughs> one leg of the quadruple <laughs> crown. Yeah, might even be a third leg Shoot. if you're if you're lucky. Enough. I'm here to tell you right now. If I told Amanda that I was going, <laughs> if I was going, you've already fishing lost. in the afternoon. I'm I'm done. You've already <laughs> lost. Well, like there, there is lies the with. difficulty. Yes, but, but the thing is, that she she glad I brought this up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But she, yeah. it's not that she doesn't like, so like so she would bad with me. She just wants to be there. She wants to go do it too. The the deer should be a super slam or something. He's seeing this as a problem. I see it as a solution. I see it as how's the solution? It's not what in the plans. What? It's not in the blueprints. Uh, you better get your blueprints right. I don't think you're planning this correctly. Yes. I feel like you could k- get a limited rockfish and the other leg of it that's a little more same, intimate. The same way you're same, same, same time. Same time. You have to come home to no, 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 no. You, 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 you can learn it. Shit, I got this. You're overthinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it where you. You gotta coordinate. You gotta coordinate. Yeah, it doesn't then, matter which order. Right. I got this. Look at that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Eastern Shore Slam, CL. 
for all the listeners, walk us through it one more time. Eastern Shore Slam with with the alternative deer or like the sporting clay. The alternatives are L- limited rockfish in the morning, uh, middle of the day play golf. Uh, as I was ducks in the morning. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, limited, Hold on. limited ducks Hold in the morning. On. 18 holes of golf in the middle of the day. Right. 18. Or a full round of clays. Yeah, Yeah, but a full round of clays is hell of a Afternoon, limit a rock fisher, you shoot a deer, it doesn't matter either way. Correct. And at night, the loving of a woman. That's, bro, that is a crown to hold. I mean, that is. And it has to be consensual, right? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Damn. Why wouldn't it be? I'm just oh, going, well, it's his wrong name on. There, yeah, especially <laughs> up in Baltimore. <laughs> and, we're, and we're done. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, a, it's something to aspire to. It's something to keep your, uh, keep you occupied in the month of November. All right. This is, <laughs> listeners, before we check it out on this music, this is your homework. <laughs> Start planning your own personal. We need hit Eastern ups. Shore Slam. When it happens, we need, we need documentation I don't want photos. It. I don't want photos. I, I'm just we don't need yeah, 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 no, no. You, you can follow CL Marshall on OnlyFans. Backslash CL Marshall. Tag CL. Completed Eastern Shore Slam. You never know, man. Under the right situation, it might get you a t-shirt or something. I mean, we can make t-shirts. I'm down. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. It's an honor system, man. All right. Steve, get us the hell out of here, man. All right, ladies, till next time. Uh, thank you guys so much. Oh, no problem, man. It was awesome. <laughs> thank you for hosting. Hit your button, buddy. <laughs> My button's hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.